God damn it. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Welcome to the special edition of the Android Central and Windows Central podcast from IFA 2016 in Berlin, Germany. I'm back, by the way. Who are you? Phil Nickinson. I used to run Android Central. I don't anymore, if you haven't heard <laughs> Um, I, I announced all this back on 299. I said, I'm disappearing for a while until IFA. And then I'm going to disappear again. And, and now, now we have a soundboard with your voice so we can pretend you're on the podcast. Has anybody made a soundboard yet? I, I think we've been considering a Jerry one. Very disappointed. This, this yeah, yeah, I would do yeah, Jerry over me. demand for the film model. Any day of the week. I want we, a Jerry pop, or Jerry soundboard. Jerry cast. Let's Jerry just cast. Yeah, Jerry cast. break yes. it down to that. So th- what episode of the Android Central podcast? 304? No, no this would be 305. Yeah. Okay, we're doing, you know, we're doing a, a combination podcast. Yes. Here. This is Windows Central Podcast 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I learned after all these? is like the number of the podcast itself really doesn't matter. No, I no, used no. to think it was far more important than it is. Um, it's important up to 100, and then it's not Oh, wait a minute. What? It's 304. Oh. 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 Start over. Let's go around the, uh, the table real quick, just so we can get attuned to all these voices again. It's a rectangular table. There are probably a lot of new listeners since I left, I imagine. Like three, The four. podcast has improved immeasurably. Yes, mm. I think so. Michael Fisher is sitting to my left. I am. Mr. Mobile is here. And he still speaks of himself in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Hi, I'm the worst. Go ahead, everyone. W-U-R-S-T? Yeah. Oh, oh that's a bad German Nobody's joke. made that joke I this know. week. We like that. Definitely we, a talk about hangout. It is, yes. Andrew Marnick is across the table to my left. Not the worst. As you can see on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We I'm should. Also here. Well, the, I mean, these new phones, you can like adjust which direction the sound is coming mm-hmm. from. It's actually kind of cool. Yes. Right. We are recording this podcast in 360 degree sound. For your listening enjoyment. In living color. That's Derek Kessler, by the way. Hi, how you doing? In the hardest working man in show business. <laughs> Hi. Mark Wim. <laughs> Wim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's not untrue. Yeah, Mark is... It, it's a toss-up this I week. I only say that because you were looking directly <laughs> at me. I've also tweeted that. So that's, that's a nice troll. But that, that's... I mean, that's why Mark is not actively on the podcast. Right. Mark's still over there working. Because he's still, you know, busting it. it no, honestly, it's a toss-up this week whether Mark's been busting his ass more than Alex. Because these two have been just right. balls to the wall. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm just kind of farting around all Yeah, we, we, we on the red couch. Host yeah. podcast. Yeah. Did most yeah. of our work before we left the States. Um, so anyway, we're in IFA, we're in Berlin, and Mark, say hi, just once. Hello. Good enough. Thanks, Mark. Back to work. <laughs> um, and it's, we all kind of came into this show like, okay, it's IFA, and, and we, I mean, we had a lot of the stuff under embargo like we tend to do, so we kind of came in saying it's not going to be that bad, it's not going to be that much work, but damned if it didn't kind of turn into... Yeah, it kind of did, and it's because we've had this sort of coming together of a lot of announcements that happened later in the year right. kind of bunched up in August so we have new Sony stuff new Huawei stuff um, Lenovo Asus Lenovo, yeah everything Acer. we're going to talk about right now but yeah. it's, it's just like we had the usual EFA stuff but then a bunch of other things on top of that and the funny thing is we're all mostly sitting around this table with new phones of one sort or another mm-hmm. I think I probably have the oldest one here I brought the the uh, What's that thing called? One plus three. The one plus three with me. The, yeah. The one. Is that pre or post iPhone 6S? You also have a Nexus 6P. And I, I did bring a 6P for five. Yeah. The, uh, the oldest phone I'm using right now is the uh, the Honor 8 that was released last week. You're wow. like future boy over there. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Present yes. boy. This guy has a phone that wasn't even announced until <laughs> like yesterday. Two hours. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> yeah. 
that we can now talk about. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a crazy week, and uh, we're sort of just now hitting the peak of, of crazy phone announcements. Uh, we've sort of, we're sort of done with laptops, aren't we, Derek? I think in in terms of the major things that have, have been happening on the Windows side. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we are. Um, so uh, well, here's what we're gonna do. Let's start with the Android stuff and yeah. get it out of the way. Because mm-hmm. actually, I want to talk about the the Windows stuff. It was was pretty intriguing to me. Oh, yeah, some of the stuff we saw from Lenovo. So let's let's. We will start. reserve time for Windows Central. Yeah, absolutely. So like, strap in, go to the bathroom, come back in like thirty seconds, and and we'll still be going. But. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, go back to the, the MWC podcast. That was two hours. Yes. That was, yeah. I think we, it was more than two hours. Maybe. We make no promise of if we'll hit or pass two hours, but this one's going to be long. Does anybody sitting at the table now need a beer? I will get up and get a beer. I, I will start. take a beer. I'm fine. I'm still drinking yeah. this improbably small coffee. I forget that about you. Europeans are very moderate I, I, in your I, I, coffee I, quantity. I feel, yeah, it's a mainland European thing. I think. Yeah. It's, uh, they don't do coffee in large containers. And it's more reasonable. I mean, like, wait, wait, hold on. Are you uh, saying that... There we go. Are you saying that in the, it is not the, the case in the UK? You guys have giant coffees like we do? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, really? It depends on where you go, but yeah, and it's it's I've kind of found in the US as well, like the hipster coffee places tend oh, to go. Yeah, they go. Yeah. yeah, but that's insufferable. I apologize. Yeah, like I just slam my beer down on the table. I won't. We'll cut that out in post. Don't worry. Not about do it. that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of editing. We're gonna cut out most of Phil in post. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. That... <laughs> They got darker real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but let's kick it off. We talked about phones a lot, but also smartwatches were some of the big the, the big things on the Android side. One of them doesn't actually run Android. Mm-hmm. Gear S3. Yep. And then at the same time, kind of, well, really out of nowhere, ZenWatch 3 was just announced at the Asus press conference. Sure, a new Android Wear Watch. Ta- which one do you want to talk about first, Gear S3 or ZenWatch? So let's just, let's just hit the ZenWatch first because... It's, we don't know as much about it. We don't know as much about yeah. it, but we it's kind of a known quantity in terms of Android Wear 2.0. It's the first new device launching with that. Um, but we saw it back at Google I.O. And, and look, the ZenWatch 2 wasn't the most successful Android Wear device, and it's a bit weird to see them coming out here. Well, the big thing is they changed from this this rounded square to round, full round, mm-hmm. and that's important and, and not yeah. surprising either, really. But they we made a big deal about it for themselves, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here's why I think it's a big deal, and we've said this before long ago on other podcasts, Was especially as we started to see Android Wear 2.0, is that we're going to see more watches with more buttons. It was pretty obvious with 2.0 that the single button scheme just wasn't going to last forever. Right, because right. they had extra actions for like favorite apps and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one has uh, three buttons. The middle button does what it's always done in Android Wear. The crown. <laughs> Which is to say not much. Yeah, not much at all. Which is you can, you can press and hold on it to get to settings. Let's just say different things depending on which version you're on because they totally changed that up in, in the UI somewhere. So it, it actually, somewhere along yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, it's actually like an app draw button kind of. Uh, the top button, it can be customized to whatever open whatever app the user wants. And the bottom button, they didn't say. Which presumably means like the... Ca- the only other Android two point Android Wear two point watch that ever existed, but kind of didn't exist, is probably tied to their Zen Fit fitness app. Yeah, I was going to say it's a proprietary. Yeah, that's what LG did. On yeah, theirs. on LG's yeah. it was tied to the LG Fit. And on whatever. Casio, it's tied to the uh, toolbox, or their their barometer. And oh right, that one's uh, Android Wear two point oh. Uh, yes. Is, if, it has is mu- it? if it has multiple buttons, it must. No, be. It, well, I don't think no, it is. No. Well, I think we're getting we're getting a bit, a bit confused here. So the. Uh, the three-button thing isn't necessarily tied to the new version because uh, we had the LG Urbane, LG Watch Urbane Second Edition yes, LTE, correct? Yes. That had uh, three buttons, but was running the old software. But they did demo the new OS on there, yes. and it had support for all three buttons. It's well, now confusing I'm just as very confused. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, look, three buttons. So. Either way, going forward, three buttons is going to be the way. 
Now, there are more... There's more things to talk about than just the three buttons on this watch. And that it's round. Right. It is It is round. It looks a lot nicer than the first Zen, uh, Zen watches. Mm -hmm. And it's, what, a little bit thinner, but with a bigger battery? Um, it is... I can't remember what the... They made a big size deal about wise, it being thin, but then we realized that it's not really size wise. Thin. It's exact size wise is exact, um, exactly the same size as a Moto 360. Okay, mm -hmm. it's just as thick and pretty much just as big around. They made it which, sound like it was going to be thinner. Wait, which yeah. Moto 360? The 42 or 46? Um, 46. That's one. I've it's got. 10 millimeters thick, which is not that thin. Yeah, sure. it's it's just as thick. I put I strapped it on next to it and went to the side. Yeah, we oh, do have pictures on it that. It looks hands thinner on. because it has some rounded edges to it. Ah, yeah, sure. Um, sort of like the Apple Watch. If the Apple Watch was chunky like the Moto watches, it would look mm -hmm. enormous. And so the other big part of this is it had it's the first Android Wear watch with Snapdragon with the new Snapdragon Wear processor, mm -hmm. which is the actually crazy idea built for wearables. Mm -hmm. Uh, processor, so they're not running a crappy old Snapdragon 400 in a watch. It's the 2100. It's right? the 2100. So that means, even though it's built on a, a, a larger, older process, which is yeah. kind of weird, it's, it's the 28 nanometer supposedly, uh, which is weird. I mean, you would have Qualcomm has the uh, the 14 nanometer stuff now they're doing with Samsung. It's I'm not really sure how you know. It's not always kind of like a a straight line in terms of power consumption when you go down to a smaller right, processor. Sure. There are other factors, but um, yeah, it is a bit weird to see them using this old process that's been around since the days of the Snapdragon 800. But either way, it's going to be way better than using a Snapdragon 400 in a sure. watch, and we know how sluggish these watches can, can get, and Android Wear 2.0 mm -hmm. does more and has more animations. The other thing like that. that's worth mentioning is that Android Wear has been around for, what, uh, coming up on two and a half years now? This is the first major internal hardware upgrade that these yep. things have had. They've been mm -hmm. running 400s since the beginning, with the exception of the original 360, which is like the old TI, TI processor. Oh, we found these in a drawer. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't want to talk about the old TIO map. Uh, yeah, so this is the first internal hardware upgrade that Android Wear has basically ever had. Um, mm -hmm. And that, sh that could be a big deal in terms of just having a chip that is designed around the platform that's been... Presumably in development for, for a reasonable amount of time between Google and but, Qualcomm. And again, this isn't hardware that needs to, to upgrade... There are other, yeah, there are other factors like the display is a, a bigger deal in terms of yeah. power consumption. Yeah. Um, what else? You know, location stuff, radios uh, are important as well. So, Derek, you're the only one that's actually touched this thing. I yes. won't ask you about performance or anything like that. But it was how, stuck in how, demo mode. Yeah, how does it actually? Uh, this so this is 229 euros, mm -hmm. which is a great price. Yes. I mean, ASUS has been on this bottom, you know, kind of the anchoring down the line of Android Wear watches, they've always been 50 to 100 bucks cheaper than everybody else. Right. How does it feel for that price? It feels 50 bucks cheaper, but not 100 bucks cheaper. The, and the, the, that's the previous, important for people. The Zen Watch 2, or Zen Watch 1 and 2 felt cheap to me. Yeah, sure. They were 200 These, bucks. This one doesn't feel as cheap. You know, it's a little more expensive. Uh, the only part that real, really felt cheap to me was the leather strap that they had. It was just incredibly thin leather. Yeah. And I could tell it, it'll wear That's out a place well, to save some money. That was the other thing that really stood out to me seeing the pictures is the lugs on this thing are yes. ugly. And and... It has these like extended lugs that are not standard uh, mounting, like 22mm lugs like you'll have on the Moto watches. Right. Uh, and the pins... And the Gear S3, by the way. Yeah, and the Gear S3. And the pins are underneath the the metal cover. kind of like so the original gear or the original uh, Moto 360. It reminded me of where it was. They have that weird was, slot you have to put in. Yeah, yeah, a, a bit, yeah. but these but the, these the are straps, the straps come out, but then they're they're flush with the extended right. 
metal piece. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain without you know looking at the pictures. Sure, they're, you can see on our website, yeah. uh, AndroidCentral.com. Sort of reminded me of the Alcatel One Touch watch. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the the overall build quality felt nice. Uh, the buttons felt cheap on it though. Mm. They're these weird kind of like. Uh, brass trumpet instrument piston type covers on sure. that they're capped instead of having just like a plunger type style but so here's the thing even though it feels a little bit cheaper and all that I people are obviously oh. interested in this yeah. because they may not be willing to spend four hundred dollars on an android wear watch to get mm -hmm. a nice uh a huawei watch or you know whatever it was there were various different ones that were close to that price a moto 360 second gen and he customized it but they may spend two twenty nine, yeah, or wait, wait a few months, it'll be two hundred. If you have a high end smartphone, if you prefer to spend that kind of money on your phone, then that that is kind of close ish to impulse buy territory. And maybe you were never planning on putting a third party watch on it anyway, because you were going to put in two twenty nine, and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, now, so these also, are acceptable, acceptable trade offs. Yeah, like. and this comes in a, a black gunmetal finish, rose gold and silver. Yep. Uh, we saw only saw the leather band on the black ones. Uh, the though the all the renders that we saw had leather bands on all of them. Sure. They also had rubber straps uh, oh. available that actually felt really nice. They had this nice little cross-hatched pattern on a good texture. They were stretchy but not too stretchy. That, those parts didn't feel as cheap as the leather did, which is weird. All right. Oh, put, go ahead. One last I was going to say somebody put a bow on Zenwatch Three for us. I yeah. was going to do that. I wasn't going to do that at all. In fact, I'm sorry. I was going to ask about one last detail: the fast charging. Yes. Oh yes, that is oh, yeah. one thing we should bring. It, it has uh, the hypercharge. Hypercharge is what they yeah. call it, and you mm. can... because you need fast charge. If you're gonna say hypercharge, no, come on. If you're gonna say <laughs> hypercharge, you gotta say it better than that. Hypercharge. Hypercharge. <laughs> <laughs> so you can plug it in to the proprietary magnetic charging dock. Even though this is now the only round watch, no, the the, motor, the, the LG watch round ones charge the same way. Through pins, yeah. So yeah, through pins. It's got four pins on the back on it. You stick it on there. Uh, and it will do, in 15 minutes, give you 60% charge. That's they said bad. as long as it takes to make and drink a cup of coffee. It's like, it doesn't take, I don't feel like it takes much long, longer than that on any other watch. No, I mean, if, if it's, it, a, it's, it's a tiny use, battery. I have a Moto 360 second gen, uh, and I use it almost every day. And with standard use, at the end of the day, I'm at about 30 to 40%. Sure. And I'm not wearing it when I sleep. So I just throw it on the cradle right. and it But here's the thing. Whenever somebody tells me how quickly their product charges... Mm-hmm. I kind of have a pretty good idea that it's not going to last all that long. I mean, the, in these watches... They said you know, two days no, yeah, no. at the same time. What's the capacity? No. Do, I, and it, they, they, they didn't say anything is. about the capacity. Oh, they didn't say Here's that. the thing, though, Phil. The only difference is the previous Zen watches, no problem making it through a day. Sure. And they also did this battery pack. Thing, right. Just I remember like that. the Zen yeah. Watch 3 has where you can add another... 40%. 40% with a little battery pack you clip yep. on the back. But, I mean, it's an never, opportunity to sell around with this thing. No, you, 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 have the, you have the battery pack for if you're traveling for a weekend. Mm. The, this oh, just toss that It feels like CYA. Like, I actually like that a yeah. lot. And it's included. All the, the quick charging capability and the battery pack are included. It is. It. it is. That's here great. is another feature that probably doesn't matter. But hey, it's a feature. Yeah, but yeah. it does. Because when you travel with these things enough and you're you're packing your watch charger... Well, this is the problem. Yeah, I had to put a watch charger on my packing list. We, yeah. Uh, well, I, I had to buy a second one just to leave in my bag all the time. I mean, like, and that's fine. But I'd rather have a battery pack that comes in the box for no more money that I can just use when sure. I'm on the road. I think mm -hmm. that's a great idea. So... On the other side of things, the Gear S3 Frontier and Classic are offering three to four day battery life, they say, 
which the Gear S2 was already pretty strong on the battery like a, front. Yeah, it was like three days at a push. You could get right. Out of it. So the Gear S3 Frontier and Classic, much bigger watches than the Zen Watch 3, much yes. bigger watches than a lot of watches. They're 46 millimeter cases, which are pretty chunky, and, and they're 13 millimeters thick. These which are is much bigger watches than the previous generation. Which is why yes. the previous generation is not going away, right? right. Yes, yeah. and so the Gear S3 Frontier and Classic, big watches, they have um, more masculine designs, I would say. Just, yeah. you know, they're large. Yep. The Frontier especially, it's like this gunmetal gray and has a big gnarled bezel on it and textured buttons on the side. The Gear S3 Classic kind of looks like an evolution of the S2 Classic. Makes sense. They both uh, have... I think it's the, the same exact processor as the last gen, same screen technology and resolution, but a little bit larger, but they have much bigger batteries. They went 300 milliamp, 380 milliamp hours versus 250 in the old ones. That's right. a big battery. And watch. so that's why they're saying three to four days of use on this. I'm sorry, was it 250 in the old ones? I was under the impression it was 350. 250. It was 250 in the in the Gear S2. Because the Gear S2 oh, is a small watch. Thing. It is. Yeah, it and is. they went up to th they went up to 380. And part of that also is that you can get LTE in the Frontier model, right. and it's not a different casing at all or battery. Right. It's, it's not. Thick. So they do the same thing. It just knocks a day off the battery, like mm. basically. If I if I'm deciding which version, like. Give me the big differences again. Which one do I want? So the big difference is the, the classic is going to, if you want a watch that you're going to wear every single day and it's going to work with a lot of the clothes that you wear, the classic is it. It's kind of your standard silver generic watch. Um, of course, you can change the watch face and all that. You can change the bands. These take 22 millimeter bands. They have the standard little spring clips on them. They're easy to take off. Uh, the Frontier is, as the name would suggest, a little more rugged. It's um, uh, a little tougher looking, probably not going to wear it with, you know, it's not going to look good with every single, uh, you know, suit. bit of clothing you wear. It's not going to look good with a suit, probably. Anything like that, you know, as Mr. Mobile would need to know. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to wear this with a nice vest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you bike to work every day. But so the good thing is that no matter which one you choose, they're the exact same inside, which is really nice. A little different. Uh, the Frontier has... Mill standard 310 or 810 G. Yeah. Um, need to get Jerry. Jerry just did that. What does that mean? Yeah, right. Which means that it nominally can take more abuse and things like that. More abuse than you would want it to take when it's on your wrist is basically now, for the record. Derek is in, in the military and doesn't know what that standard is, right? It's yeah. a right. giant they, standard. They, they, that hand also covers this, they hand us this thing and say, strap it onto your head, don't get shot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so those are the real differences. Now, the similarities are the software is basically, if you've ever used the, if you used the Gear S2, obviously there's a big focus on the rotating bezel to get through the interface and all that. The Gear S3s go a step further. You can actually perform actions by spinning the bezel, which is really nice. The spinning bezel is a big deal. It means that you're doing less swiping and poking on your wrist and you can just easily you know, reach down there, turn the bezel and you can do things. So now you can answer and reject calls, you can dismiss notifications, dismiss notifications handle little to-do lists, uh, set reminders, all that kind of stuff. They're doing more voice controls. They understand that people don't necessarily, even on a 1.3 inch screen, which is big for a smartwatch, it's too small to poke around. So they really nailed that portion of the interface. On the other side, it's even more features to do on a smartwatch and they still do a, a just a ton of stuff on, on the smartwatch and it's 
I don't know. It's overbearing. It's quite, it's there's a lot of curve. stuff. That, there's a lot of stuff that the smartwatch can do, and like, there's a good number of things that Android Wear can do. Yeah, of course. But I use my Android Wear watch essentially for notifications on my wrist. Yeah. And the thing is, you the Android Wear features, you don't have to use right. It. Android Wear scales up if you want to do more things. Right. The Gear S3 is on a higher level to start. And it's really tough to dumb it down if all you want to do is notifications. Mm. Yeah. It very much has this home screen feel where you have multiple apps and panels. And they're still trying to push the fact that you have an NPR app and a CNN app. And you can scroll through and read news headlines on it. And it's just it all distracts from the fact that the main interface is really good. There's just so much stuff you can do on it. And you got to see it more as well, Michael. I did. Uh, what do you feel about it? Yeah, what's nice about it is that you're absolutely right about this being the sort of pro-power pro user smartwatch. But they their position on this, or their, their, their marketing is such that they're trying to make this, to make the Gear S3 a, a watch that hides its smartwatch functionality until you call it. So like the, the thing we haven't talked about yet is that always on display, mm -hmm. which the Gear S2 could do eight colors, which was cool enough, but this can do all 16 million, apparently. Yes, and it's brighter when it's in its always on mode. Yeah. Again, a reason for the bigger battery. And they're quoting, they're still quoting three to four days with this always on thing. So I think that's, that's... Even if you back that down to like two or three days, that's, that's still, still really still, impressive, right? It, it, yeah, still a day more than you're getting on most Android wearables. Does that yeah. tempt you? Fisher has taken off his giant ass Casio watch. Yeah, my sweet ass. That's my summer watch. Oh, that's huge. I, I, need, I need a fall watch. So yeah, I mean, it, so is this new one tempting you? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, and it always does because I've always found the bezel, I, you know, the, the bezel-based control. I think that's a very smart idea on a watch. Yeah, it's fun when you do get used to it. Uh, the problem is you sort of. I think this is still true. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. This thing will function best on a Sam paired with a Samsung device because the dialer uses custom code and stuff. Like yeah, that. and the, the messaging app, and when it comes to notifications, some things it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. But no, some things can like still get a little still funky. Is a very specialized thing. Yes, uh, the calendar and contacts and dialer are something that really need the Samsung phone to work best. And some notifications can be funky. It's just not as smooth as Android Wear for notifications. Right, and that's my thing, because I, I actually think I prefer a lot of elements of the interface on the gear to, to Android Wear, and mm -hmm. carrying a Samsung phone is not a bad thing this year, certainly by any measure, but I don't always want to carry one, so it's... But then remember, a lot of the new stuff in Wear 2.0 is taking inspiration from what Samsung's been doing with uh, more with the rotating... circle-friendly, not, not a rotating bezel, but you know more circle-friendly stuff on the screen. Right, that's true too. Yeah, I, I think I'll have to use the new platform, because you guys did. It's funny, anytime I have to reference uh, the new version of Android Wear, I come to the same clip that I've stolen from your video, <laughs> Alex, since Alex doing swiping on the keyboard. Yeah, right. yeah, with a super laggy prototype that's yeah. still working. So, <laughs> the big thing on the Gear S... Threes, there are two of them, is that we don't know pricing and they keep being very, uh, very coy about very the pricing. About and their response when we talk about pricing is that, well, let's just temper expectations because we are going to continue to sell the Gear S2 and S2 Classic mm. with price drops. You know, how big the price drop is, we do not know. We know they're going to get updated with all this software, so you're going to have the same software across the line. They're they're probably waiting to hear from the carriers on how much well, the LTE versions are going to cost. That's I think that that's a non-factor because it's an LTE option on one of the two watches. The other one is Bluetooth only, and the other other one is also Bluetooth only. So there's a Bluetooth-only version of the Frontier? Yep. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, because they don't want... Because then it would be really tied to the carriers. By so. the time Samsung announces pricing, we could have like six more SKUs. 
Well, yeah, true so that's the, the, the weirdest thing about this is that they're saying we have this wearable group, this family that includes last year's watches that are going to update it. It includes the Gear Fit 2, which is very similar. Uh, that leads me to believe that he's going to be a little spendy. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, the Gear S2 Classic was already a little spendy when it first came out. Uh, a year on, of course, you'd expect maybe 50 to $100 drops on those, but... Does that open things up to be in the mid to high 300s? I would say on 400 to These new ones. Ooh. And, uh, Especially LTE, throw that on the mix. Right, That's the LTE ones are always going to be astronomical. Because yeah. the Urbane LTE from LG was like 500 when it launched, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's always going to be expensive. You have extra licensing there, and also the carriers get involved. But that is going to put a spear in these for some people if you're talking about. Yeah. 350 400 450 that's that's going to be really expensive yeah hey not to wade too far into the weeds on that but do you want to talk about the event itself at all just because samsung events are up so there. Feels it's kind of a mention wasn't it a little bit yeah i mean it's it, samsung event, events are a big deal i don't know that they're quite to the hype level of apple events just because the rest of us are and then more sort of rationally and this, ostentatious and yeah and, and this wasn't like happen. a note seven or something like that no those are those are huge yeah this was still coinciding with a uh trade show but and and, and i'm not in the watch space so i don't know watch bloggers but they had a watch blogger out there that did, that does not make any difference <laughs> yeah, this was awkward it, no matter who was up there. it was awkwardly written i thought and awkwardly performed and so they kind of did this thing it's a really cool in the round yep. uh, event space it, it's the same place they did it last year in last year's event i thought Last year's event was great. I thought it was yeah. one of Samsung's best. Yeah, I think, and that was where they announced the Gear S2. S2. I think it's a toss-up between last year's watch event and the Galaxy S7 event, which mm. was incredible as well. Well, last year's watch event was mainly Samsung employees, but yeah. there were a lot of different perspectives there. There was a lot yep. of diversity. Yep. This was basically just this a couple year we of, really had... of super awkward panel discussions with a bunch of watch bros. Uh, Th that's what it was. Really so we very had, so the, the MC was this uh, watch blogger guy, RL somebody or other. Yeah, and they they had him run things, and he was very clearly reading a script that was not very well written. Hmm. And he brought up uh, various people, some from Samsung, some from elsewhere, to just have a casual conversation about how great the Gear S3s are. It didn't help that we could see the teleprompters. Because it's, in, it's time, in the round, but, so yeah. somebody's going to be able to see. But yeah, it was it was really forced and just not what a Samsung's better felt events. a little patronizing and it, it, it felt a little down. It didn't help. I mean, it's the Tempodrome, and it's a weird, like, tent. I don't think yeah. it's like an inflated tent event. But it's kind of like a tent. But but it was hot in there, and it, it hasn't been that hot in there in past years. It was uncomfortable, and that didn't help well, us. Any. It makes sense to me that there was a prevalence of males at the thing because these things are obviously what they straight up said in the briefing. Basically, when someone asked the inevitable question of like, "What are you doing to build watches for the other half of the planet?" I know who that person was actually. <laughs> Some, yeah. Somebody was like, yeah. uh, "I forgot who had Samsung." Was like, and well, their answer we, is, "We still have the Gear S two. Yeah. And it was like, "Oh, okay." That which is not. A good answer by no, the way it's not. and this does uh, I can't remember a lot of people were saying it but this feels regressive in terms of we just they they were one of the best comp, rather compact watches that still did everything and then now next the next year they just went huge again yeah. after they realized the original the Galaxy Gear the Gear S they did not work because they were gigantic, Braces. and they figured it out, and then they went back. Well, maybe another, they didn't work because they were gigantic, but also because of the form factor. If you look at the well, they were the horrible, yes. it looks ridiculous. Yeah. 
Um, I still, still, still people. I, I still see people with that. I see Isn't people with original gears. Yeah. Like, like I don't see those, I, but I see the gear S more often than I. But should. that is that is yeah. not a general market thing. Where I think you're going to be able to find that big of a watch and that a lot of people want. I and think the gear S two gear S was given away. Yes, it was. it was. Buy a Note three, get a gear S. Right. Oh right. Yeah. True. But so anyway, those are those the the event being kind of awkward and. You know, it, it kind of tied into the thought that, yeah, these Gear S3s are not designed for smaller, I wouldn't even say women, smaller wrists, you know, in general. Yeah. I, I mean, this thing fit okay on my wrist. That's the thing. It's not going to fit on anybody smaller than that. But, no, no, because my wrist, can we do this real quick? Yeah. My wrist is, is like, I'd <laughs> we, say 20%. We are now comparing, <laughs> this is great radio, we are now comparing that, Andrew's and, and Mr. Mobile's wrist. So what we're seeing here is about a 20% reduction in overall Mr. wrist Mr. Mobile has a much Mobile, right? greater watch tan than... <laughs> Thank yeah, you. We, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. A little bit. But, and I found, when I put it on, I, I didn't think it was too big. I, and I saw that Gizmodo headline or whoever ran it. Was, it's like, this is one of the biggest smartwatches you can buy. Oh, and no, like, that's, let's not go overboard. I, that sounds, it's a little bit uh, hyperbolic. Well, you can try this stuff felt, on before you buy it, it's, right? it's Yeah, it uh, felt fine. My warning for people was, don't buy this online because you're not going to get a sense for how big this thing is. It, it's not astronomical. No. It is not huge. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm never. Our apartment say, is a wind tunnel, and it just got really windy. I'm never going to say that this is like too big of a watch. I'm just saying it's really weird that they figured it out with the Gear S2 to make it smaller, nice and compact. Maybe if they released two new versions, one big, one small, that I would feel better about sure. that. Saying that if you want a smaller watch, here's our year old watch. Is a li- it's a little weird. It's a little bit of a thing. But, you know, and they, they kept citing their market research on this. And I feel like they, they're, they're very confident in the numbers they got that said, anyone who buys these are going to want to go for the bigger ones. That's where, that's what they do. And if they want something smaller, they get a Gear Fit 2 or a... Sure. Or they'll deal with the Gear S2 because they want a cheaper one anyway. Right. So, okay. All right. Those are the Gear S3s. They're not actually, they're not going to be on sale for a little while. Um, so, I think we've kind of beaten that... Horse to death and then some. And so anyone else want to compare wrist sizes? Yeah. So no. Is, no. So ends the watch cast. Yes. Right. So if we'll, you're still with us, we'll go on to the phone cast, which is going to start with uh, Huawei. That was earlier today. We went to the Huawei press conference, which is also awkward in many ways. Phil could talk about that, <laughs> but Alex can kick it off with the actual substance of the thing. The substance, um, which would be the Huawei Nova and Nova Plus. I am projecting my voice. No, you need to lean closer to the microphone. So I you prefer to sit yeah. back and just project at the, at the microphone. So the Huawei Nova and Nova Plus, we have um, two new kind of mid-range phones from Huawei. Um, you say mid-range, a lot of people think it's not really interesting, you know, you have crap build quality or whatever, but the idea this year is that they're taking it to the next level, they're bringing a lot of what they learned to the high end back to a more affordable price points. Uh, I mean, so this is a more affordable price point, not necessarily a cheap price point, it's still uh, 400-ish euros, depending on which model you get. Uh, so you have two uh, different versions of this thing. Um, the smaller of the two, the regular Nova, is basically a shrunker down next to 6P. Yeah. Uh, the bigger of the two is effectively, which we all came away from the event with today, is basically a, a shrunken down Mate 8. So uh, a similar kind of metal chassis, but some, some differences. So you have the, the 6P style Cylon visor up top on the regular Nova, which looks really cool. Which does look really cool. It does. I kind of miss it on the uh, the, the bigger Nova. but It's on kind the of interesting Nova, that they have the same name, but they really have different 
design cues yeah. kind of all around. Very much. That's kind of down to the reality of the hardware because in the bigger Nova you have OIS, which means you need the camera bump, which means you can't put it in the top corner. And also, you, if you're making a bigger phone, you need uh, to have you, know, you, you can't necessarily get his way with having just a rectangle as much as you can with a five inches. So, so they should have had different names. Maybe, but the internal well, aside from the same. aside from the camera, yeah, the, the size of the bag. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like sure. it's kind of confusing. The same fun, yeah, yeah. It, it is. I just knocked over a, a bag of nuts on the floor, so there we go. <laughs> Hang on, I'll three sixty that real quick. Yeah. By the way, people have been asking. We have like a horrible. It's horrible. It's not horrible. It's one of those like biker babe motorcycle pictures. Oh, you're talking about the bathroom? Emblazoned on the toilet in one of the bathrooms of the apartment. As you can see on this As you can see in the podcast. I I just took (laughs) a 360. This is so relevant. Jim Mesendorf, who normally does the the editing on these podcasts, has asked for a 360 degree picture of the bathroom. So I have just taken that for him. Oh, okay. I thought we should... Talk yeah, about that now. I'm glad that yeah, that was totally worth uh, derailing. Totally worth derailing the discussion the, uh, the about Huawei, the Huawei, uh, the Huawei I'm thing. back. So I am back. So what's yeah. interesting? Okay, what's interesting about these things? And if there isn't, move on to the next. <laughs> oh, okay. So what, what's interesting is I like the design. I, th- I yeah, think the design is nice. Really, this, yeah. These could easily be like 500 euro top. That's Huawei. Right. I think they almost are. Right? They're but quite expensive. We were all pretty right. impressed with the with the Mate S last year. And that, I mean, that is a step up from the Mate S. It's basically like I was saying, a shrunken down version of the Mate. Eight, which yeah. is a nicer looking phone. It's damn comfortable too. It, it really is. is. Um, again, the usual caveats of Huawei, the software is kind of weird. Yeah, not the, Yeah, well, we're, <laughs> oh, no. look, we're at the level where we're just before EMUI 5 based on Nougat, so things are still a bit weird. With and we are, way, we are way past the level where we're willing to put up with crappy software. Yes. It, it's that. not crappy software. It's that there are one or two things that are still a bit weird, but it has come a long, long way in the past year. All it takes is one sure. or two things that are weird to ruin the experience. Because there are other phones that do not have those those weird Exactly, things. yeah. You're going up against like the bar like, is a lot higher. The OnePlus three and it's it's gonna be hard to justify that, especially yeah. when you have um, probably and that's assuming well, so you can buy it in the first place, which is not a given. It's supposedely not coming to the U.S. Right. So I'm, I'm shocked. Sure. But at the same time, you have... Um, U.S. is honor. Yeah. Right. Uh, to a certain extent, yeah. They're trying. Um, but on the inside, Snapdragon 625, 3 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of storage. Uh, you have, I think, what is basically the uh, Huawei P9 camera without the second lens hmm. in the regular one. Uh, 16 megapixel... Uh, camera with OIS in the bigger one which kind of matches up with where we are with the Mate 8 so yep. probably the same hardware in there we don't know for a fact but it probably is um, and it's it's decent It's there's enough performance to go around it's not like a super high end chip I like it, it more than the, the P9 the P9 is so flat and, yeah. and it's yeah. almost too thin yeah. a bit more human and a bit more chamfered and just more natural to hold kind of yeah. like a it looks a lot like the, the OnePlus 3 if you hold it in hand yep. it has that kind of it, the chamfered edges don't do anything to like to, to make it less comfortable which I feel like they look like they're sharp and nasty yeah. on the, but they're just really it gives quite a bit nice. of grip. they're not yeah. as they're not as distinct as like the, the M10 oh, yeah right I mean what is they didn't leave it on the belt sander as long the HTC 10 but I want to talk about really quick to just the touch on the processor thing I was really excited when I heard they were using the 625 because I'm just fresh from a week of using the Moto X, Moto Z Play, and that thing lasted forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks in a, large part to the it's a good chip processor. It's, it's basically a good version of the last gen, the 615, which was just a dumpster fire of overheating <laughs> and battery issues, and they <laughs> right. couldn't handle 1080. Give me well. the give me like the two minute spiel of. Because you have these different generations, and we keep talking 800, so 820, 810, all The biggest that stuff. difference between the 615 and uh, you have the 616 and the 617, they're basically the same chip. 
and the 625 is a more efficient manufacturing process, which means it uses less power to do the same thing, basically. And you also have a better GPU in there, which means it can now handle 1080p where the old one couldn't. Should I look down on it, though? Because we're you're going from talking about 800 series chips to 600 series chips. Is it a huge step down, or are we just talking numbers? It depends what you're doing. So if you're if you're gaming, then maybe. But not really. But not I really. In, like, you can do a lot with tuning, with hardware tuning. Yeah. And, and Huawei is... By all accounts, we've, we've been using these for a couple hours. They seem to perform about as well as the Honor 8 does, which is using a much higher end chip. Um, yeah, I could use it perfectly happily. You would maybe run into a few issues with like, I mean, you, you said this yourself in your, your Moto Z Play uh, review. Three gigs of RAM is a little bit more noticeable when you're yes. reloading apps all the time. You're but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, it's like you, you, you go down a generator. Ah, Phil. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Uh, playing with phones uh, on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> would you like to hear it? No. Uh, no. Well, fine. Now let's share it with the, the podcast. No, no. Go to my Instagram. <sighs> Pimpin. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's a new chip, and it's better than the old chip. Fine. Good. Cool. <laughs> are, are, we, are we surprised it's not running here, or, or is that just totally well, someone, normal? Uh, someone asked about that in the briefing that we had in, in London. Uh, and the idea was basically that they're totally, like Samsung is when it comes to Exynos and Snapdragon, they're right. agnostic. They'll do what fits the product best. Because they launched a tablet at the same time that is running here. Yeah, so the uh, the Huawei, nice segue, the Huawei uh, MediaPad M3, which is their new tablet running Kirin 950. I, I'm sorry, what's it called? The Huawei MediaPad M3. Oh, that's not what I have. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, we, we, we have a different name. Okay. We have a different uh, name down for that. MediaPad M3. Andrew, what, what name did we have down it? We're going to see who can say it out loud. I don't know. I, I fixed it. MediaPad M3. It's the Huawei MediaPad M3 and nothing else. So it's running a Kirin 950, even though it launched at the same time, but... Part of that, as we as we see it, with a twenty what is it twenty five sixty by sixteen hundred display, yeah, that's even taxing the Kirin nine fifty. It would not work at all, really. With this, if they put a Snapdragon six fifteen, yeah, it would thing, be terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they were going Snapdragon, they have to go with like a six fifty two or something. Right. So round um, out the the high level stuff on the so the high level head. the high level stuff on the new tablets is effectively it's. It's a big step up from where they were last year with um, their previous Kirin-based tablets because they're running a Kirin, I think, 930, which just really couldn't handle anything above 1080, so that kind of hamstrung what they could do with that. Those were not worth mentioning. As a device. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were kind of crap. I reviewed one of the 10-inch version. It was garbage. This one is actually decent. <laughs> um, just and we so should say you've used this for longer. You've actually used the... Uh, media pad the M3 rando for tab, a while. Yeah, the, <laughs> the rando tab the rando tab m3 for a while uh versus the the nova nova plus we haven't used uh, the so nova much. yeah nova nova plus i had like 30 minutes with in a briefing so, so well we've, we've had, had it longer a, now we've had it longer now we, they, we, they gave out the nova plus, uh, plus to everybody yeah. at the event so i got a, i got a very high level look at the nova nova plus in this briefing and i've had um the media pad for about a week at this point so um yeah but it's it's pretty much decent at everything you want to do on a tablet, with the exception of gaming. You don't like that? Fisher's shaking his head at it over here, actually. I'm sorry. Where, he's we shaking his at? head at the Phil, phone. would you like to interrupt Alex again? Would you like to talk about the thing that's actually being talked about? I instinctively about? said, I'm sorry, and that wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are we still talking about RandoPad? <laughs> RandoTab. Oh, yeah, RandoTab. Sorry. <laughs> RandoPad. RandoTab. That's still not the name we actually gave it, but whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so everything you want to do on a tablet basically works fine. You still have all the weirdness with Huawei software, same software. which with the, same, the same software, it's a shame. It will eventually get EMUI 5, and as a result, it will get a lot better, not only because um, some of the obnoxious design decisions that were in the earlier Huawei software won't be there, 
Uh, that's God, Fisher, your phone just made noise. Just turn it on. I'm but, sorry. Uh, but, but hey, hang you on. What? Also get, you also get the new multitasking things in uh, in N when that lands, and uh, whereas now you have the Huawei split screen stuff, which only supports a handful of apps. What runs at UMUI five now? Because nothing, nothing. Yeah. It doesn't it's exist. Yet. It leaks, okay, it leaked for the P nine, and that's it. Okay, so that that's all we have. It, We're yeah. going based on leaks. All right. Yeah. Well, and the leak says 3.1, which doesn't help any. No, that's, that's, that's just, what I've got so, on my P9. So, I mean, so, some kind of inside baseball stuff here. It says 3.1 because Huawei uh, obscures sure. all the stuff in, yeah, in yeah. internal builds. And we have this on, on our media pad, which is a, an internal pre-production that okay. sent us. Uh-huh. They obscure all that in the settings space. So I turned this on for the first time and said, wow, this is this is a, a, a Android 5.1 tablet running here, UI 3.1. Yeah, no. And no, this okay. is just they have fake specs in there that to, makes to fool people to stop leaks. And I've been using it on my P9. It's not it's, bad. It's pretty good. There yeah. are a few bugs, but it, it's a huge step forward in terms of software design from where we were. And it's it's almost cut. It, we, we were hoping there would be a new mate and there would be like this sea change in Huawei software uh, at, at, at EVA. We're not seeing that just yet. I'm hearing probably before the end of the year that will happen. So mate's not dead. No, mate isn't. I mean, it's... it's um, it's just not here. Yeah, it's, the last one was released uh, December in uh, in China and January in uh, in the rest of the world. Right. So we're probably looking a similar kind of time frame for that, which will bring a new version of EMUI, and that will start the clock for all these great uh, all this great uh, Huawei hardware, Huawei. Huawei. for all these great, for all this great hardware to start getting and, the, and the, the updated also. and the honor stuff as well, which is probably even more important to get this new software and for just the user experience to be revolutionized by that. And for it to just be way nicer to use. And so when, they do leave, that, when that happens, everything that has a Huawei logo on is going to get a lot more attractive to yep. people in the West. Yep. And I hope they are not only eliminate the annoying stuff, which which we always talk about, right? This is what you've been over here frowning at. No, and I'm not. No, I hope they retain the great stuff. Like I've said this before, but being able to swipe with your finger on the mm-hmm. fingerprint scanner to trigger the notification shade is... Is is so smart that I'm I've, I'm irritated that not every phone with a with a fingerprint mm. scanner does it, and even some of the crap on the uh, the Rando tab, like <laughs> when you, you when you can do gestures on the front mounted fingerprint scanner. So it's it, I was saying to Derek for the podcast, it's sort of like the WebOS gestures, like Aww. you can swipe backwards and go forward, and it actually works kind of nicely. Well, I didn't it, expect that. That's been the story of Huawei. It's like they do all that really cool stuff that makes total sense. Yeah, the, the hardware and the features are all good. It's the design and the way things. Comes, the, the way things come together as a whole it's, it's the down. dumb mistakes and also right. the, the interaction with Google services as well has been janky in the past sure but, so but that's got a lot better it's gotten a lot year. better the notifications are still kind of a terrible so to cap still, off the media pad it starts at 399 euros it's for not eight, cheap 8.4 inch yeah tablet. and I think you, that's iPad money let's be perfectly clear yeah, yeah. And it goes up to I think for sixty four, yeah, four fifty to five. I think for sixty four plus LTE, right? Um, which is it's it's a tough ask. It's, that's it, that's it, as much or more than an iPad Mini. Yeah. In, in my five or six weeks of disappearance, I have bought a new iPad. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I mean, it, as much as I enjoyed using the Pixel C for what it is, as a tablet to use, there's uh, iPad. like a coaster. Yeah, iPad is the best Google tablet you can get these days. Still, period. Mm-hmm. And Damn. a lot of Google apps on the iPad aren't that great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even, one question that. about the 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 ShipPad five thousand is how does it run? <laughs> How does it run Asphalt 8? Uh, really badly. Not well. Uh, yeah, so that, that's the thing. You have the, uh, whether it's a case of optimization or, or whatever else, 
the GPU and that just can't really handle high end gaming at that resolution. Things like Angry Birds. What's power are you again? It's a Mali T eighty eight eight eighty. I yeah. think MP. It's decent. It can. I mean, it's the same GPU that's in the Honor. Sure. It works perfectly fine in there at ten eighty. But it's not whatever was in Kira, you know nine fifty and. No, it's a nine fifty that's in there. Oh, it was a nine fifty. It's a nine fifty GPU that's huh. in the Mali GPU. I, you so. know, you gotta wonder if that's just software. Well, it could be higher yeah. than Quad HD resolution here, yeah. which makes it. That's yeah, okay. difference. Yeah, as a yeah. user, do I care when you're charging? No, 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 no. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, whether it's optimization, whatever it is, um, it's just not a great gaming tablet. I think for, for media playback, it's fine. You have the really efficient processor, which means it sips power when it's streaming video. Sure. Um, but, but for like day one right now, maybe. but you're going up against the iPad. And, and if you're spending iPad. four to five hundred euros, four to five hundred dollars yeah. on a right. tablet. It better be able to play. It isn't bad. It's just it is just not good. Let's and I mean let's get together some other time and I'll shit talk the iPad. I've got plenty of problems there too. Oh, of course. I have one last thing to say before we move off the Huawei software. I just have been knocking on this thing. Oh, how are you doing with the knuckle thing? With the knock sense. You like physically knocking, not like knocking on it. No, you guys have all been knocking it. I've been knocking on it. No, it's worked out really well. You like the knuckle stuff? No, I hate it. Oh. It's really dumb to knock on your phone, you but it works it well. If you want yes. to use it, it actually executes consistently and reliably. That's one of those things I, I was surprised. I almost at. wonder if it's just a, a, a regional thing. If if that's something for whatever reason between pin input in Asia and just just you know, it's a different way of using your phone. It does. It do. feels like a cop out a little bit to say that it's oh that must be a regional thing, but it kind of is a little bit. Yeah, I mean a lot of this stuff is okay. We, we always talk about, oh, it, it, turns, it turns off a ton of features. It doesn't let you get notifications. It goes into extreme power saving mode all the time. But that but is a regional thing. That is a yeah. regional thing. When you're dealing with multiple app stores I, and apps that you can I have no problem saying right. other people in other parts of the world use their phone different than I do. Yeah, it, but it's, it's but legit. At the same time, Huawei's been at this time. I mean, that they're starting to do this with the MUI 5. We'll see it very, very soon. But Huawei needs to realize that that goes the other way as well. Right. And if they're selling phones in the West, they need to cater to Western. Ta- talking to something they haven't been doing so far. Talking to Harish in India, very much like yeah. that. Like the way they use their phones over there is way different than we use our phones. But a lot of this is messaging, and a lot of this is presentation, because I'm sitting here actually really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't sat through a presentation, which actually I largely enjoyed today, even though they killed Grandpa. <laughs> oh no, God. we got we to talk about that. God. Look, we dog cussed Samsung a little bit. We got to dog cuss Huawei a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there are two things with the Huawei. Well, yeah, hang on. Let, 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 let Fisher. Yeah, finish. the presentation yes. is one thing, but How like, dare you if, not let him finish and interrupt? Him. Oh, sorry, that was me again. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, if I if I hadn't sort of sat through that jokey part of the presentation where it's like, okay, now they talk about the MUI and all the stuff that I have become used to not caring about. If this was a brand new feature and I was just trying it at the same time and it had been adeptly sold to me at the thing, I wouldn't, I legit would not be making fun of it right now because I do see the utility in not trying to press two keys at the same time with two hands. I am literally just knocking my knuckle against this thing twice and it takes a friggin' screenshot every time. That is handy, but it's being sold to me as like knuckle sense. Which LOL, right. like you know what I mean? the, the millennial digital natives really need it to be able so to save some they time. Didn't, they didn't mention they didn't right. mention this in, in the presentation today, but um, so so Honor has this thing in in the UK and in Europe where they, they their target audience is digital natives, people who live online. It's it's super cringy every time they yes, say that. It is. But they came up with a, a new target audience for this new Nova line. And there is some kind of crossover between the people that are targeting with that and, and the Honor crowd. What is the group? So the group is Dynamic Aspira. Oh! 
<laughs> what is a dynamic aspirer? Uh, I always have to consult my notes. I think they were talking about people who, who use Not the Not inspirer, aspirer. Aspirer. Oh, really? It's like, like, they, they aspire like it's, dynamism. An, it's an aspirational right. thing. Is yeah. that a branding thing so they don't like cross Dell or something? Or? I, oh, God. I don't know. I, I don't even know. I, no. See, Derek's, Derek's thinking about it. I assume incompetence, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's just the truth of the matter, guys. We're all dynamic aspirers, if you if you really think about it. It just it doesn't make any sense. That's the Which problem. I think is why they didn't. Mention what it the in hell is a today. dynamic aspirer? Yeah, I, th- I like digital just, Let's just sweep that under the rug. That, that's the thing. Anyway. That wasn't that was never publicly talked about. It's just like okay, here we're, we're targeting people who use their phones a lot. They want a big battery. They want decent camera performance. Um, but maybe they're not so much big into gaming as, as maybe the honor crowd. Maybe sure. they buy through carrier stores, so it's different in terms of how you buy the phone. That kind of makes sense. But when sure. you when you some when you kind of condense it down into these two buzzwords, it becomes slightly ridiculous. Slightly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Derek, what was the other problem with this uh, event? The Specifically, who did they kill and who was sad because they of killed that? Grandpa? Well, Jesus. Okay, I didn't know. Well, I, okay, there are three things then. <laughs> what about the the, the, the fashion, fashion blogger, fashion blogger, self-proclaimed digital influencer? Correct. What about her? Uh, I spent half of that presentation just burying my hand, head in my hand. Everybody like, felt what is happening the, right you, now. You feel like you adopt their like how much they should feel awkward and you bring it on yourself yes. by watching them. Yes. I'm sitting here watching this happening and I can't help but not feel just unnerved by what's happening on stage. Because they brought in uh Zenira what's her face? I, I don't know what her and name And I is. think she legitimately actually feels these things. This wasn't a yeah. line that was given her given to her by Huawei. Yeah she was she she got up to the point where she was freewheeling. Right. But um, the thought that she was gonna this presentation was going to sell people on the Nova and the Nova Plus. Yeah, uh, and on the and it's purely about the camera capabilities of these phones. Right. And I mean, let's be fair; it's a room full of dude bloggers. Sure. Yes. And I wonder if it's a lot of it was targeted at the live blog, at the the live streamed audience. Yeah. Like I, I wondered about that. You know. So this yeah, was her pitch. It was like twenty minutes long. It was. It, it was. Way it wasn't long. supposed to be twenty minutes. Long. Well, it, it just okay. Was it, it almost twenty minutes? It, it almost felt like they brought the original minutes. hostess lady. That out was so like as the hook happened, yeah. to, yeah. to get yeah, her off. Yeah, she the was stage. like, okay, yeah, let's just move this along. So she spent twenty plus minutes up there talking about how the I'm a digital influencer. It was all about the front facing camera and oh. all of these different selfie modes. How to take yourself and you know this is how I take the best selfies. Yeah, and, and, and what and if your makeup's not right? And all yeah. this that and the other thing. It was so. It felt a little patronizing, it felt a little tone deaf, and it felt just, I don't know, not, they didn't know who they were talking to or what they were talking about. They just kind of shoved her up there. When is somebody going to make a phone that encourages my daughters to go to college? That's my question. Or encourages them to do whatever the hell they want with their phone. Not not say that, you know, Raise the bar a little, and and that's not to say there's anything inherently wrong with fashion blogging. No. No more than there is writing writing phones phones. for a living. Yeah, and I think, Phil, I think you were in the other room when I said it, but she was genuine about the things that she does and what she uses it for. And she talked a little bit how, hey, when she goes and covers all these different fashion shows, like she normally has a battery case and all this and has a huge battery and that's cool. Which is true for any phone. Right, those are like... That's a use case. This yeah. whole thing, it, it builds on this idea that all of these phones from Huawei and ZTE, they um, they have like these beauty modes turned on yeah. to the max by yeah. default in the front-facing camera. And it's like, put the feature in there, 
you know, this isn't a pinnacle of this experience of the of the Nova and Nova Plus that right. okay, you can turn up the beauty mode and it softens you out, so you look and like it softens a, you like out, but not your friends. I, mean, I know that friends, was yeah. so weird. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that I'm, I'm coming to this from the perspective of a male tech blogger, uh, but it seems like all the mess for so many t- uh, tech companies when it comes to their messaging towards a female audience yep. it's tone deaf yep. yes very much and when they do try to go at it they go at it 130% and just miss that direction yeah and you've got the CEO and president of Huawei up there talking about lady colors yeah or yeah. lady watches L- lady watches well, that, that, that was last yeah. time this time yeah. it was lady color Wait, yeah. what was it, the, oh, is, no, it was that in relation to the red P9 it's a good lady. No, that was the no, pink. Um, oh, the, pe- the, the, the pink gold. Nova. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's a perfectly fine looking phone. And I know plenty of guys who are I'm using rose, just announce, rose gold. I announced a rose gold one. Don't, don't I, call I think it the Don't go it. on for 20 minutes about so, how so it's gold. Like, yeah. Yeah. Part of it is the fact that English isn't the guy's first language. Sure. And you, you would maybe be unaware of certain... Of course. Um, sure. That was issues not... Issues of okay. tone and taste. That was the smallest of the issues. But you could hear an audible groan when he dropped that line. It's indicative of an industry-wide thing. Yes. So, now talk about how they had a... This was a promotional video? This was their their new brand brand video. video. Oh, wow. It was announced with such... It was the saddest thing ever. It was like a lifetime movie. Someone walk us through from beginning to end the Huawei brand video. Okay. In the beginning... No, I have to leave the room if we do it. I feel like... My goal is a good storytelling voice. My goal on this podcast is make Michael Fisher cry. Somebody's choking. If I can make Michael Fisher make himself cry... Then I'm going to get there. If I may once again refer to my... Instagram stories, which I started doing today. Alex and I. Yeah, Dad Snapchat. Dad Snapchat. Yeah. Dad Chat. Dad Chat. Dad, <laughs> dad Chat or Dad Snap. Snap Dad. Snap Dad. Yeah, Alex and I were kind of losing it in the middle of this. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, okay, Derek, so give what, us the No, 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 let, let Fisher. Oh, because I closed my ass halfway through. Derek oh. has to do it. Oh. So, all right, so this starts out uh, in the, be, the beginning. There's a. We need some background music. Oh, we can we can uh, well, we can get Mike to it. This thing's about yeah. music. Uh, it's a, a young girl learning to play piano from grandpa. Yep. yep. Um, and then it, it progresses through, and you can see they they do it really artfully done. Yeah, it was well it done. Was well, it was well produced. produced. And it's like so the camera pans around, and also the girls, and, you know, a couple of years older. Grandpa's a couple of years older. Mom's older. Did she, and did she have a different teacher? or Was grandpa the one? Grandpa was the teacher. Grandpa right? was giving her. Her grandpa, oh, I missed that. Piano yeah, teacher. Grandpa Ooh. was her piano teacher all the way through presumably high school. That changes she, the dynamic. Then a she bit. leaves. Gets on a bus and leaves, and she's but, crying on the bus. But as she's growing school. up, she was doing a bad job. Andrew, by the way, has gone to sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's just cringed himself into a little bowl. I just... <laughs> no, Grandpa's like giving her a hard time, and you know, no, you're doing a bad no, job. No, no, you're ahead. Oh, oh, in my head? You you are wrong. Well, well, okay, okay, also wrong. Let's yeah. let Derek run through this. He yeah. has this in his <laughs> yes. mind. That was so a non-denominational... Yeah, he's got this yes. story yes. So, in his So mind. they get through this, and she goes off, she goes off to college, and... The, Last thing she gets from Grandpa, she goes off to college. Is here's a new Huawei smartphone. Right. Um, so it's like some it's some weird piece of crap gingerbread yeah, thing. It, it, had, it had four Android keys on the bottom. Yeah. They just said we. It was the timeline. Like, yeah. It was it was ideal. Yeah. So it's like four years prior, and she goes off to college, uh, and she's having you know frustrations with learning to do piano at a college level, and you're throwing music in the air, banging your head on the keys, and all this stuff. Gets a call from Grandpa and gets her cheer up. And there's no actual. Um, there's no dialogue. There's no dialogue. It's yeah. a music video. Yeah. 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 Um, and then her teacher's giving her a hard time. And then eventually she gets to the point she's pinning up inspirational messages from Grandpa. Just 
work hard and do your best. To be fair, I spent many a piano lesson in tears in my youth. I don't doubt yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so eventually she gets to the point where she's getting it. She's practicing hard. The teacher's just like, yeah, in the little small recital. <laughs> and then... Grandpa, she, Grandpa she disappeared. She gets a text message that says... Grandpa's uh, not doing well. He's being very sick or something like that. Grandpa's very sick. Grandpa's Grandma. very sick. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And Play giant, harder. Play giant, harder. Giant text on this. So only, she, only piano can heal Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets on the bus, goes back home, visits Grandpa. Grandpa kisses her on the head. She, she has to back piano as hard as she can to save his yes, life. Yes, and goes back Wasn't to the Harvey Keitel in this? <laughs> yeah. And you know, Grandpa's you know in a, a bed, and you can tell he's they've done a really good job aging him with makeup yep. and all this stuff. It's very well done. He's you know, a little like, bit frail. Yeah, he's, he's frail. It's like Ugh. Grandpa's done. His phone is slowing down. Yeah, he, his his charge is low. Oh no! See no. <laughs> so he, he they, she goes back to goes back to, to college, and she's actually getting ready to like perform on a big stage. Yes, and I'm not. It gets very vague here. I don't Grandpa's, Grandpa's no longer... You don't see Grandpa anymore. You don't see Grandpa anymore. There's an empty seat, and she looks out on it. But yet, she still brings her phone out She puts the, the phone up on the piano on itself. The piano, and it, it, it's on the phone dial. To which I add... Yeah, right. Like, she like you, she has called somebody and is playing this over the phone for them. Yeah. Maybe over voicemail. What happens if you get a, a notification during your live performance? I'm, I'm hoping that she puts it on Do Not Disturb, but you know, all this, you know, we're, we're laughing point, about I can't this. see any of this because everything has dissolved into a murky blur. <laughs> <laughs> and I was <laughs> tweeting about how I'm crying this was at a inc- Huawei president. Incredibly well produced, uh, but the only like Huawei-ness of it is there are phones and you can make phone calls on them. Yes. Yeah. It was which, just the which is something nobody ever advertised. advertised anymore, but it was, it was the saddest. Sad. It was the most emotional I've ever been at a tech event. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I get the it's, idea. It's almost, like, it's almost like dark and emotional to the point of black comedy and you're waiting for the punchline. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the and only one the, I'm the only one in this room who has kids and the the minute you have kids you understand the fact that one day I'm going to die and I'm no longer going to be there for them. Jeez. But you make that, sure that you give them a Huawei phone before you that, <laughs> The idea of me of me deserting my family is not as sad as this new brand video was. <laughs> It was, oh, it was it was very well done and very awesome. So that was the third thing that was wrong with that press conference. Yes. Yeah. My goodness. But they had air conditioning. Yeah, it was very comfortable. So there's yeah. that. We weren't no sweating our balls. You know, I hope that I hope they never change. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the Huawei. I hope Huawei is sad every, every year. I, I, and they I never disappoint me. I really Some do way. love Huawei and, and where they've come as a, a company in the past year or two. Yeah. It's, it's been fun to watch. It's been entertaining. It's been good. They. They do not make bad devices. They make better devices these days. Hey guys, it's Daniel here from Across the Atlantic. Sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to talk about Harry's. Harry's is our sponsor, and we're really happy that they keep coming back to the show. This is a company that makes razors for less, often half the price of what you'd pay in the drugstore. These are manual razors that have five blades with a softer flex hinge for a more comfortable glide. They have a trimmer blade for those hard to reach places, a lubricating strip, and a textured handle for more control when it gets wet. I've been using Harry's for some time now, and I have to say, I really like the way my face feels. If you're a regular shaver, this is a company for you. Harry's was started by two friends who just wanted a great shave at a fair price. They bought a factory in Germany where they make their blades and they can produce high quality razors themselves and sell them directly to you for half the price of the drugstore brands. 
Not only that, but quality is always guaranteed. If you don't like your shave, Harry's will refund you. And now if you want to try it, there is a very special offer for a starter set for AC listeners. That's a starter set that includes a weighted razor handle of your choice, moisturizing shave cream, three precision engineered five blade cartridges and a travel cover, all for just $15. And for a limited time, there is a special offer for fans of the show where you can get it for even less. All you've got to do is go to harrys.com and enter the promo code AC at checkout. That's harrys.com and enter the code AC at checkout to claim your offer. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about another company that's sad in many other ways. Uh, uh, Sony. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, Sony released two more phones. They did? They. <laughs> Okay, next topic. That's right, okay. <laughs> Grandpa's dad, we're moving straight yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the Sony Xperia XZ. And the X Compact. And the X Compact. So That's XZ Alex, for those of you outside. Alex, give us the, the rundown. The XZ actually good. It is it's actually good in, in a lot of ways. So um, we're still in this sort of weird six-monthly release cycle from Sony, even though we've moved from the Z brand they to the X so brand. They so many phones. I know, and, and my, my kind of question sort of internally with this is okay you've had the x and the x performance the x performance we reviewed like two months ago but also the x a the x a ultra well that's all like mid-range stuff i know that's but kind i'm of saying like, of the, the these are just some, it's just a million phones true so they're, making, they're releasing a lot of phones but they're still for flagships on this six monthly cycle it seems um and now they have this new member of the x family which is drawing in sort of dna from uh the z series last year so it is the x set what was the first thing i said it looked like Looks like a Windows phone. Looks like a Lumia. It looks like an old Nokia. Yeah. Yeah. So it has this kind of the, I think they call it the loop, it looks like a pillow pattern thing. So it is it is what? very very symmetrical. It has curved glass on the front, so the screen isn't curved, but the glass is around the sides. Curved metal on the back, subtly around the edges. Um, it's a five point two inch screen, so they're moving up from five, which was in the X and the X Performance. Um, some similar kind of design traits there. So you have plastic around the sides, metal on the back. Uh, the metal gets kind of fingerprinty in this black version. Um, it's easy to, to kind of gunk it up with stuff. It just doesn't feel as premium as a lot of metal ones. And look, and even, even as premium as some of the stuff we've had from Huawei today. Yeah. Um, that this, this is kind of a, less. The cost significantly Well, presumably significantly less. Um, it's kind of tacky and fingerprinty, but it, it kind of has this... It has a neat sort of monolithic look about it that I think is maybe un- unapologetic. It, it literally is the monolith. It is, yeah. It's look, it's... 2001. Yes. And look at our hero review, picture from the review. It's this this big thing with this casting this long shadow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is this con- it's a continuation of the design language of the uh, the Z series that we had last year. So where does it fit in the it fit, It's the new flagship. So it, it supersedes the X performance. Which it, is crazy. Which is kind of crazy. Um, when we talked to them at MWC, we were kind of getting the impression that, okay, the X performance is the flagship for now, and now it's like, well, okay, we're still doing the six monthly cycle. And also, the X we, performance isn't that good, so maybe it's okay. Yeah, this takes a bit crap, so let's maybe release this other thing. Um, but the, I mean, the most important thing, aside from the bump in screen size, the bump in battery capacity, you're up to a 2,900 milliamp hour battery now, which is reasonable. You got like a day out of it. 
um, is camera stuff. So Sony for a long time has kind of resisted this push towards laser autofocus, you know, color spectrum sensors. And OIS. Uh, and OIS. So that is now in this. You have five axis stabilization, which is a huge deal, brought over from their, their dedicated camcorder line. What is that? Yeah, can you figure out what the fifth axis is? Uh, time, subspace, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it would do... It's uh, the upside down. It, yeah. it does. Oh. Oh, have you seen Stranger Things yet? No. No, oh, right, no okay. the, the axes are, it can do forward, back, left, right, um, and then it also does rotational axes. Yeah. Okay. Ah, so you've got, I yeah, I mean, it's yaw, first dimensions. Yaw, yaw, which you get in legit cameras. Yeah. yeah. My my Olympus OMD EM5 Mark II mm-hmm. is, a, it, it's eight times as big as this phone, and it has five axis stabilization. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see, okay. So, yeah, it's the first Sony phone with hardware stabilization. It's a big deal. They use a 23 megapixel sensor like they did last time, um, but you have that hardware stabilization there to make it better in uh, indoors and in low light, which is where the, the, the previous sort of 23 megapixel Sony phones fell down. The, the Z5 and the X were kind of rubbish in low light. Um, Does this still have the digital noise problem? Sony's uh, its software has always imparted a lot of digital noise. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I'm a little out of date because the last Sony phone I reviewed was a while ago, but I remember... It's okay, they're all basically... Yeah, they, they haven't yeah. really changed since I then. Ju- I just remember there being, especially in low light, Sony would have so much noise in the shot that it would yep. almost look it's, like an oil painting. It's still pretty noisy. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of that going on. Uh, it does tend to uh, over-sharpen things. Yeah. I think the difference is now is they look grainy as opposed to bringing in chroma noise, so the colors aren't as distorted as they were before, but it's still grainier than you would get from, say, a GS7. Even if even when you're downsampling from 23 megapixels to eight, gotcha. so it's it's good, it's decent, it's probably like a you know a, a, sort of a tier below Samsung, but still pretty damn good. You can get good pictures out of this, and um, yeah, we have we've taken photos in a lot of different kinds of lighting conditions. There there are there is some finickiness to it, uh, to this thing though. I mean we've we've been using it this week. It's it's still basically a prototype. Um, it's using pre-release software. So there is a chance that some of this stuff will be fixed before it comes to market. But hey, this is what we've been given to review and we're reviewing it. But even with that, impressions are really good. It's decent, yeah. It's the best Sony camera yet. I Versus think probably the, in the it's like top three probably of Android cameras. Maybe the top, top the previous hand, handful of Sony phones, we looked at it full production software. And it was kind of garbage. And they had issues. Yeah, okay, they had so, issues. so that's the camera. What about the rest of this phone? Uh, the rest of the phone, is the experience of using it is pretty much the same as using the X, which is not a bad thing. Um, you have Sony's UI, which is uh, a very, very pared back, basically stock Android uh, material design stuff. You know, some customized Sony apps for weather and stuff. Phil's showing us all funny pictures on Twitter. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, there's just a case of added customization on top of that. So you can customize things in the notification tray. Um, you have the nice stylized Sony lock screen. A uh, bunch of neat wallpapers. I do There's like not... that lock screen. Yeah, the lock, lock screen is nice, and there are a bunch of settings that you add into it as well. So you have the Xperia tips, um, the stamina mode for ex- you know, oh, extending man. battery life. Um, it's more feature based as opposed to having their interface layer on top of it. It does just basically look like stock Android now. I'm trying really hard not to make a stamina mode joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So less stamina is the Xperia X Compact. So they keep doing these compact phones. Yeah, they do. It's You remember like a year ago when we met with people and they said, we're aligning around this Xperia's, you know, X line. Yeah. No, not really. (sighs) Um, I mean, before we go into the compacts, uh, internally, so it's it's an A20, three gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of storage. We're up to a quick charge three now. We've got USB Type-C. Front-facing stereo speakers, 1080p display, 
So like your full standard decent high-end Android oh, phone mixed to it. That's what it looks like. I've been wondering what the hell it looks Here, like. Here's Android. the phone. Would you like to see it? It's yeah. no, no, no. It's 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 an expanded USB-C port. If you can just picture a USB-C port and blow it up, it that's what this bit, phone yeah. looks like in cross-section. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, oh, that's exactly oh, what it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Hey, by now, the way, I got the point. Out, you know, every phone that was announced this time, yes, everybody has USB-C. I was going to say, did anybody bring a phone in iPhones notwithstanding? Did anyone bring a phone that's not USB-C? I have a Galaxy S7. Okay, I have a yeah, six edge plus. Any other yeah, I mean, but this is the first trip I've taken where I didn't bring a micro USB phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've, been, you've been dash charging it up with the OnePlus 3. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dash it. All right, let's I, I haven't you. been saying that while I'm doing yeah. it. <laughs> Every time he plugs you gotta say, finish, finish it. it. Finish out Sony for yeah, so Sony, uh, we have a new compact as well. We haven't reviewed that. We have, we have a kind of exclusive review of the, uh, the XZ up. Uh, but the compact is kind of halfway between the X and the XZ. So you 4.6 inch screen. 4.6 inch, 720p. Um, you lose the metal it's on the tiny. back. So it's it's mostly just... Do you have uh, that with you? I want to go see that. One? No. The compact, no, no, we haven't seen that yet. I well, see it's, that it's at the booth. Today. We yeah, don't yeah. have one with us. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of on the CPU side. They cut down to a Snapdragon 650, which is the same as they had in the regular X. But you get all the fancy new camera stuff. Hmm. So you have a better camera, the the stabilization, the laser autofocus, the color spectrum sensor. Including the hardware camera key, I assume? Uh, Yeah, that's just a standard Sony thing. And is that still two-stage on this? Uh, Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. It still still takes longer to hold that down. Awkward. It doesn't really do that. A lot of people swear by it. I still prefer just to, you know... It gives you really shaky photos. You can also double tap the power key to get in there as well. Okay, because I like it for quick launch of the camera mainly. Yeah. Yeah, they do a double press. Okay. Yeah, there are a bunch of ways you can watch the camera, but uh, yeah, so you have... Sorry to just crap on your dreams. Though. Yeah, no, that's no problem, man. It's been great, um, it's been great being here. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing with the compact is it's bulkier like the, like the Z5 compact, so yeah. it's it's a good couple of milliliters thicker. Um, it's pl- more plasticky, glossy plastic on the back, uh, and you have, of course, have plastic on the sides like the, the X-Set as well. So it's, it's halfway between the two. It's using the mid-range Snapdragon right now, one of the, one of the reasonable ones. Um... And yeah, so it's it's slower, 720p, but you get the good camera. You get a 2700 uh, milliamp hour battery, which is decent for that screen size. You know, yeah, a lot of the close. compacts have, have um, kind of performed well with that size of battery, so promising there. It's a shame and Quick Charge 3 as well. The sacrifice they used to make on the compact was like the display. It's a smaller display, so we're only going to go 720, but everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they did for a long time. And now we have this, but this the lower class processor. A little bit, yeah. This, is, this isn't just a shrunken down version of the high-end thing. It's kind of halfway between. But it's got a... The processor is fundamentally different. Yeah, right? true. Like, and that's what they didn't do before. That's what made the compact exciting to a lot of people, is that mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's the dream. It's the flagship phone in but a small... 720p, do right? you really need an 820? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know much about the 650. I just know that it's not the 625, which I adore. So, yeah, it's, so, so why should I not buy this over all of the other Sony phones of late? That or I should you buy? Or you can do Phil, yeah. Phil's question. <laughs> why, why should you not? <laughs> I mean, let, 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 me, let me answer your question by asking my own question of somebody else. <laughs> cut, cut to the chase, because like the last six Sony phones we've talked about, we've talked yeah, about so them. this, I mean, bottom line is going to depend on price. It's probably going to be pricey. You think? Like, like I said in, in the review, this is a, a phone primarily for Sony phones, people who appreciate the brand, people who appreciate the unique Sony features. Those are people who work for Sony. Of well, which there, there, there are still, there are still a few of them. But yeah. Um, yeah, this isn't as good, you know, this isn't something you can just recommend to normals in the same way you can a GS7. Right. right. There are things here that you have to appreciate in the, in the Sony brand or the way Sony does software or the way Sony does hardware to make it worthwhile. Uh, and that means it's less of a, a mass market thing. And of course, it's going to be in the US. Sony's 
not mentioned a carry partner, so it's going to be unlocked and just sold to you know people with online. no fingerprint sensor. With no fingerprint sensor, so because that, they're insane. So are there any other phones, caveats yeah. we should know about with this phone, or should we just go outside and set it on fire now? Look, it's 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 a. A decent phone, but they're, they're, they're still just these insane decisions that they make. So, so. That, that's the question. You, you mentioned you won't recommend it to anyone but like a Sony fan. So the you won't recommend it to anyone because the Sony fan's not going to ask people for recommendations anyway. They're just gonna bli- <laughs> they're just going to blindly buy the Sony. <laughs> Sony fans aren't going to Sony blindly buy things. They, so Sony has, has had some some dodgy they phones. They blindly in the past buy year. Sony things, right? So who would you ever recommend? This phone's probably going to be seven hundred. You can name names. It's okay. I would recommend it to Jerry Hildebrand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, not the, yeah, the compact won't be $700. No. The XZ yeah. probably will because that's what the X performance There's some is. interesting stuff going on with um, the camera. And there's a lot you can say there in terms of the stabilization, just the fact it is 23 megapixels. You can zoom way the hell in much more than you can with the Samsung phone. Um, the fact that you have all the manual modes, uh, the uh, the superior auto mode, which is, it is a little bit finicky. But you'd imagine with, with an update or two by the time it's ready to be sold, it be way better at matching the right mode to uh, to the right scene. Uh, we have to temper a lot of what we've seen here with the fact that this is a prototype mm-hmm. and it'll change between now and when it's launched. Um, but I, yeah, I can imagine the kind of person that really wants to sort of tweak, you know, tweak photo settings and, and drill down and use uh, certain kinds of, uh, of manual modes and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the kind of person I'd recommend it to. It's... It's decent. It, it doesn't have like the universal appeal of a Samsung phone, but they are getting there in terms of the quality of phones. And you consider the kind of decline in the quality of their phones basically since the Z3. Mm-hmm. It's an important step up for them. And it's it's probably, there's a lot here that's praiseworthy, even though Samsung is making life really difficult for anyone selling at yeah. that, that, that price mm-hmm. point just because for their sure. stuff is so good. I'm not at all confused about Sony and... No, no. Wow. Oh, yeah. I wish that I could summon up any enthusiasm for that thing. Okay, well, we kind of feel the same way on the opposite side where we have lots of enthusiasm about Lenovo's yoga book, but then we know that the reality is not going to live up to that. So it's, true. You might as well be just typing on... Uh, exactly. So let's back, talk... Back up. What is the, what is the Lenovo yeah, so yoga book? I want to talk about this, and this is a perfect transition to Windows Central stuff too. Except... But, but we have to talk about... What? Oh, I was going to say we got some new Moto stuff too. But none of us has seen well, any of it. Yeah, except, it, for, except for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. whoa! It, it yeah. was it was there last night. If you go to MrMobile.tech, okay, you will see some sweet we content. We won't go to Yoga Book then. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we're going to uh, talk about the other Lenovo things first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if you, do you want to just yeah, real quick, just touch on that? Because it's just going to be a monologue from you, because none of us have. I will make it very, very brief. It. I'll it's make something easy, up. Easy to understand. Well, yeah, yeah of course you will. Uh, actually, Invader has one too. So if he wants to follow up next week, with, yeah. if you guys still want to talk, so about it Moto Z reason. Play. The Moto Z Play is very easy to understand. It is a mid-range Moto Z that is slightly thicker and has a slightly downrated specs because it is a mid-range phone. They're selling it for around four hundred or four hundred eight bucks full price on Verizon. Something like four hundred fifty unlocked when it finally comes unlocked. And I'm d- jumping right to that because it's the important thing. Like, I feel like this is the year of the $400. How, yeah, I was going to say, how does that match up with something like the OnePlus 3? That's or... the beauty of it. Like, it's 
I, for the first three days I had it, I didn't have a spec sheet and I didn't get to ask at the briefing because I was late to it. Isn't it nice to kind of not care about specs for a minute? It was, and I could not tell. If you put that thing in my hand and I somehow couldn't tell the thickness difference between it and the Moto Z Force or the Moto Z, there's no way that I could tell based on its performance in any task from browsing to booting to app load time it still to, has to Asphalt 8. There's no way that I could tell a difference in performance. And when I found out it was a Snapdragon 625, I was like, oh, dear God. Well, I, now I love this as my new favorite chip. Same phone? Does it take Moto Mods yes, and all that? Yeah, all the Moto Mods are yeah. interchangeable across the entire okay, Z9, okay. Yeah. Uh, which is great. That's much more stomachable when you talk about having to spend another talk about, $200 or $300. Right? It's like you're or... not spending $650 on Moto Z. You're spending $400. Right. It's gorgeous. It has a glass back. Downside is the glass back is really soft, so it scratches very easily, which is a damn shame. You can't put a case on it. But you're going to cover it up mods. with something anyway. Yeah, if you leave a mod on there all the yeah. time, but then it's kind of it. But then the thing is with the mods, then they're metallic anyway, and they're you're taking uh, them magnetic anyway. Them. You're yeah. putting it on there, stuff's going to get caught between the two, and there's going to be like motion, Scratching and it's it. just going to get scratched yeah. up. Right. Like it's like a recipe for failure, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, I think the metal backs of the regulars, these sort of handle abuse a little better than this this glass. But in any case, uh, while we're talking about the mods, you want to well, jump. Recap what the mods are. Uh, yes, they're, they're slap-on. Uh, they used to. They're slap-on semi-modular components. Awesome magnetic that, com components that make the phone better in one narrow way. Okay, and these were announced with the original Moto Z and the Moto Z Four. So Correct. They had, uh, you know just a, a thing you could stick on the back to put a. a like a battery pack. A battery pack. Uh, there was a speaker. JBL speaker, which uh, was really and loud. And a projector. You, yeah. Which was which, a thing you could buy. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then also, if you didn't want any of those, there was just one you could like stick a, a piece of wood on the back of it. Right. Wood and, or fabric or um, several different leather. Yeah. So you because just, it's a Motorola. To get, right. To yeah. change it up, you know. But with, unlike previous motors, you can pop it up and put a new one on. Exactly. Which uh, is great. Um, so now that we have this new one. What is the new one? It is the... True Zoom 4116. From whom? From our friends at Hasselblad. 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 And I did not know that they made the moon camera. I didn't know that. It, yeah. Isn't we, that sweet? We got like background of, of Hasselblad. Like Hasselblad did the camera from the moon landing. Motorola, Motorola had the radios, radios, of course. That's it my surprise. destiny. Yes. yes. And, and Plantronics did the headsets. But that's a great but story. they were not involved in this conversation. Right. Just to let you know. No, it's a great story. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you've got a 10X optical zoom. 10X. So which goes back to... That was the same from the, from the Lumia... Uh, 1020? Yeah, but that was digital no, zoom. that was digital. Oh, it was digital? Yeah. The, the only other optical zoom phone... Well, we've had the Galaxy, Galaxy zoom, zoom and the Galaxy K zoom. Full zoom. And the, oh, and the Asus. The Asus yeah. zoom phone. But oh, and the 10X. Didn't the Panasonic have a... Uh, they had a camera that had Android on it. Right. right. And yeah, now right, we don't right, count that. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. So anyway. So it's this oh, big wait. honking... Yeah. Yeah, yes, is, Derek. The, the CM1 was a phone. There you go. Right. I told you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I was thinking of that. Like, so we now have this huge honking mod. I mean, you're essentially... You're more than doubling the thickness of the phone. It's and, and some of the other mods double the thickness. It's better to think about it this way. When you slap it onto the phone, it feels like you're holding a Galaxy camera. Remember Samsung's Galaxy camera? Like, yep. That's sort of what, it, what it's like. It is thinner than I expected it would be for being a 10x zoom in and there. lighter yeah yeah it's it's not but it's not you go from having a phone that you put in your pocket that might have this thicker mod on it to this freaking camera yeah this is yeah. like it, it ceases to be a phone at that point you slap this on there when you want to take a, a shot of a seagull that's a half mile away like which yeah you know, i mean occasionally yeah, you see a really good seagull yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the sort of thing where i could see you know say i'm going on vacation to washington dc uh and i want to take Lots of photos. Yep. I'm going to throw this on my phone. I'm going to carry it on the phone for three days. I'm going to get home and take it off. Right. And put a fashion back on it. 
Yes. Or you're just going to carry a GS7 or Note 7. And I can't zoom with that. That's the thing. Then you, you walk a little closer. Sneaker zoom is not the same. And every single one of your photos looks better without having to put a giant mod on the back. If you get like a GS7 or a And Note spend 7. more money for the pleasure. Fun fact. A lot of your shots will even look better, in my opinion, if you just leave the mod off and shoot them with the Moto Z Play. Oh, it's ouch. not a great sensor. They they went with a very ouch. small sensor, presumably to keep the cost down. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm sure the optics are, are quite nice, but um, it's slow. I used it, you know, just to put it out there. I used it on pre-release software. I did get one software update during the review process, but it did not fix this That's issue. It. I don't of, believe a thing you say from here on out. <laughs> you zoom in fully. You have this amazingly magnified shot, and then you wait four seconds for the damn thing to focus. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, and, processor. At that point, right? Yeah, I know. No. I know it. I think it's. I think it's well, you were on the play though. That sensor. Yeah, I think that, it's, that's. You think that's, that's mechanical? Sensor? Okay, it might be like the, the actual mechanical focus. Yeah, fair enough. Right. I, I don't know what the cause is. Whatever it is, it's it's rather frustrating. And how much is this thing? And it's two hundred forty nine dollars, which you know is cheaper than a point and shoot would be if you're used. To, if you're in the market for a point and shoot for whatever reason. Uh, is if it, you're is 65 enough? years old and you carry a point and shoot camera, <laughs> right, right, and I think that's my because I, I sort of hit them with that. I was like, listen, this is all great and it's a fun nerd toy, right? But who's going to buy it? And I think their target is the person who is otherwise thinking of a point and shoot to carry alongside their camera. But this is a cheaper, lighter option, but it's not as good as a point and shoot because people buy phones and point and shoot cameras at the same time. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. it falls into the same trap that Samsung's zoom cameras fell into which is you have the the worst of both worlds which right. when was the last you time have a camera that is, well yeah the, a couple of years ago it's, it's something that isn't as good at photography as a point and shoot with with all, all the inconvenience the of having this massive thing in your pocket yeah it, absolutely it, i think it's it's a bit of a mythical target market and it's a shame because it would have been such a compelling mod if it was great and it's one of those things that always has always sounded good in theory right in theory and in practice it's always been bad and with Hasselblad branding on it it should be great right you mean Hasselblad 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 well you know uh, there's a, another a fellow YouTube content maker Austin um, you pimp whoever you want Austin okay. not Duncan thank you yeah. Austin he, not Duncan yeah he ran uh, Austin Evans ran with a headline it was something like the mod that turns your phone into a camera. No. And it's funny because that was what that was one of the ones I was kicking around in my head because like how else do you sum up this thing? But the reality is that for the past three years at least we've had phones with cameras that are with optical zoom aside are so good that you don't need to take a camera with you. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't do anything aside once again unless you need 10x optical zoom all the time. I don't see why you would buy it. You know what I was shooting with all morning at, at like the Huawei event today? A six P. Yeah, because it's good enough. I'm shooting with a Note Seven. That's not even the best phone I brought with me. I don't right. think. Yeah. So it, it, I think it's a. I was about to say a baby without a home, but that's getting us back to the dark place again. It was, you know, that's yeah, kind of. Let's Huawei. go back to Huawei. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dead Huawei granddad. I can really. dream. I can Yikes. Um, But the Moto Z Play is fantastic. So I will. That's what I have to say about that stuff. Cool. Yeah. Lenovo also has not to get back to our. Poorly let's talk executed about the, transition. Let's talk about but the crazy yoga book. Yes, the yoga book. This, I mean, not look, a not a Moto thing, right? Lenovo thing. Lenovo. very much Lenovo. I you know, I spent this the better part of dreams Lenovo. I spent the better part of last <laughs> night trying to wrap my head around it. And some of you guys have seen previous iterations. Of I've this seen this thing for months, yeah, for we, several months, and you've been yeah. trying to tell us about it. So it's you can't explain it very well. When when, when sure I first can. when I first saw the actual pictures of <laughs> it and the actual video, it goes back to the Microsoft Courier, which never happened. 
if I think way back when, or the Palm Folio. No, not the Palm no. Folio. The um, there's a different Folio. I was thinking of. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's, it, it looks like, it almost looks like a Pixel C on the left-hand side, and what I thought was going to be another display on the right, but it's not. It's, oh, if you're, talking, if you're holding that sideways, sure. Yeah. yeah. It, Pro, okay, think of a laptop, but yeah. instead of the keyboard, it's a, just a big piece of glass that's touch-sensitive. But it's not really, I mean, it's glass, it's but glass. it's... It's glass. But, but, it, it's but when I hear glass, I expect display under it, and that's not what it is. No, no, no. no it's just, just like your touchpad on the, any laptop. Right, right, glass. yeah. It's glass with a touch layer underneath it without the display. And then it lights up keys, very, you know, completely flat keys. There's no you travel or anything. You press you get a keyboard layout. Right. But there's no feedback because you're just typing on glass. You press the button next to it, and it turns into a giant stylus pad where you can write... And so all that stylus and keyboard input goes into the, I guess, the, the tablet side of it. Yep. Yeah. Which is the, the rest of the thing where it's just an Android tablet. And they're connected or by... Tablet. Or a Windows tablet. It well, comes in two versions. And, yeah. and the two halves are, are connected by that very special Lenovo hinge that we've been seeing in all it the logos. You watch band gorgeous. hinge. Yeah, the watch band hinge. Yes, that's right. And so, and the thing in general is just gorgeous. It's very... It's uh, really it's thin. It's a lot smaller than I thought it was. Yeah. Nine and a half millimeters thick, I think. When it's closed. When it's yeah. closed, yeah. Yes. That's that's both halves. Like, like the, the it, one half is far thinner than a Pixel C. It doesn't look like a real product. It looks like yeah. somebody like stole a prop from a science fiction because film. Because if you yes. think about it, 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 it's, yeah. it's a tablet inside, but it's distributed over a very large area. Yep. And so mm -hmm. if you put a really thin battery in there, you can spread the whole thing out. I don't know what's in the second half. Is there battery in there? The, the, it's it's got to be battery because the it, battery it, is open. The, you can open it up and it stays up. Yeah, the battery right. is in the keyboard side. It's yeah. very well balanced. And yeah, I, it's like any other tablet. All the computing parts of it, it's very small anyway. We're talking yes, about something that's half an inch by three inches. Uh, so right. it's a pound and a half for a just over ten inch screen. Yes, right. it's a really nice screen, 1080p IPS, uh, and 400 nits of brightness or something like that. It's yep. it's pretty darn good. Here's the thing. It's one of these awesome things, like Phil mentioned the Pixel C. It seems like, yes, this is what we want. It's this mythical, crazy, super portable thing, but you can also get stuff done on it because it's got a keyboard. Eh, but I don't, how the heck do you use it? Who, who, who is it who's been saying, let's wait till version 2? I've been Derek? saying version 2. I yeah. want version 2 to actually be the I Microsoft want a version courier. 2 before the version 1. Yeah. It's, it's, the, same, it's they, the same argument as the things like the Surface Book in that case. Where right. There's so much new engineering that goes into it, and just into the mechanics of how the thing fits together. Yeah. That you want to wait for all the, the kinks to get worked out. And, and, and Lenovo has never been a company to say, "Ah, screw it, that didn't work." Sure. No, they do it again and again and again. Till and, it works. and I think, and even just a few minutes of using it last night, I can type on it, and I can get out some words, and I can get out some yeah. words normally. The yeah. question is, can I get out some words in a weird condition? And some of this is our job. Yeah. We, but we, in, in a weird condition, like today, when I'm typing at some weird ass seventy degree angle on my lap yeah. uncomfortably, mm -hmm. can I can I type on this flat screen essentially? Instead of a mechanical keyboard. And you could also just pull out the pen and write on it. Well, here's the big thing. <laughs> this is not meant to replace your MacBook Air or replace your... What is this crazy this HP? This is the HP Spectre. It's not going to replace those That's things. a sexy laptop. Yeah. This yeah. is a $499 device. And that surprised me too. Which is... Right. Okay. It's the cost of a nice 10-inch tablet. Yes. Before you... Fa this is what the Pixel C costs before you add in the $130 keyboard. And... So you have to put that into perspective, and you have to also remember this isn't meant to replace your laptop. It's not going to even replace a Chromebook for like for people that need laptop things. 
This is a luxury extra device. I don't say luxury in terms of opulence, but luxury in terms of it's an extra device. It's a different thing. Right. Yeah. I refer to it like this would be a night. This is a weekend computer. You're yes. sitting on the if couch. That. You're just kind of farting around with stuff. Isn't that just a tablet? Right now, well, you're going to yeah. buy this because you can. Right, but it's a little bit more than that because you can do this typing stuff. I was trying to explain my thoughts on it to Alex earlier, where it's not necessarily easier to type on than typing on glass on the screen. It just shifts that so it's not as cumbersome. You're not typing flat down while you're looking down at the screen flat on the table and. You know, you have a third of the screen available because your on-screen keyboard fills up the whole screen. Yeah. It's just shifting that to the bottom and putting up the display at a nice 70-degree angle so you can actually see what's going on. And importantly, it does that better than a tablet with a keyboard dock even. Because yeah. the thing that I've been using recently in this, like, for this video is this iPad Pro with a keyboard dock, which is great if you have a table. But if you're, like Phil said earlier, if you have to type on your lap because you're on the train or right, you're right. at an event or something, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. like back and back to Phil's... Man, can, this can, is you, can you touch type on keys that you can't see? I was like, able to, but I, I don't know. And I'm pretty good. I've been typing about for a long, long time. term situation. Yeah. How long I could. Or, or, or not even see, but feel. You have but, to be able to feel the edges. Right. And, I mean, back to an hour and 20 minutes ago when Phil mentioned that he got an, an iPad... That iPad keyboard case, yep. which the keys are pretty good, and we're talking about the same size, like a 10-inch yep. uh, tablet. The key, it's not adjustable. Nope. And yeah. it's pretty cramped. This thing feels a little, like, it does have the adjustable uh, screen, and it doesn't feel as cramped to me. But as I think that's because you don't know cramps. where the end of the key is. You, yeah. you don't feel it yep. on your finger. Although mm -hmm. Lenovo says they're going to put it in software that this that just like that will adjust. Oh, adjust. That's pretty cool. Just like the virtual keyboard on. And your they phone. also do cool. they they give you a little sliver down at the bottom when you're typing on it that gives you the predictions and you know all that kind of stuff on the screen when you're typing on the bottom part. So. There are lots of possibilities with that. My concern wasn't even the keyboard. It was more that it's running Android, and it's that sort of weird thing yep. running Android. So even if the keyboard's perfect. What kind of future is that going to have? Or present. I mean, yeah. how, how do you... And it's it's not running Nougat. It's right. running Marshmallow. So you're, sure, no, that's yeah. not surprising at so all. So you, yeah. don't, you don't even... Of course, it's it's... Especially with how long all these products have been in development, but... So you don't get you don't even get the benefit of the multi window. So you're dealing with marshmallow. Well, okay. Yeah. What are you typing into? How are you moving stuff around between apps? Yeah. How many apps are you using that actually make sense on a landscape? Ten. Well, I, importantly, Lenovo did build. They're, they're, it's not stock, obviously. They uh -huh. build their custom layer, and you can run some apps in a, in a windowed environment. You can like run Gmail side by side with YouTube and you know running sure. whatever. Uh, and they actually have committed to, to Nougat on it. They haven't. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't clam up and say no comments. It's definitely getting Nougat. Of course, we don't know when. And, and there's a lot of talk right now, and rightfully so, about what will technically be able to run whatever variant of Nougat. It's still way early because in that conversation. Because it's Intel, right? Right. Yes. And, and because it's Intel. And, and Lenovo told us, look, we are, like you said, we are committed to, to supporting this. And there's one thing about these uh, Intel processors that Lenovo's been using, all of Lenovo's tablets have had great performance. Mm -hmm. They have gotten a lot out of these chips. They're one of the manufacturers that would know how to man get the most out of Intel chips. So there is that. I want to use the thing yep. for a lot longer and see what I... That's what we were asking today. Like, Who's going to use this thing for a month and come back and say, here's how and not I handle under, this keyboard. And not under the thought that it could replace your normal right. laptop, but... 
how does it do, could this get you to pick this up as a tablet instead of one of these other tablets that you're not too convinced about? Right. Now, a lot of the gripes I'm hearing here, though, from the, you know, the Android writers in the room are the sort of things that Windows is actually really good at. Dun-dun-dun! Being able to run apps side-by-side. Side. Windows just does that. You don't have to have custom coding. In That's the first thing you app. told me. Is like I said, which one do I get? Do I get the Android one or the Windows one? Yeah. Especially in my, my forthcoming job. Like, which one will, yeah. will, will serve? And so for $50 there, there more, no, yeah, you get the Windows one. There's a yeah. Windows version. $549. Exact same hardware. It runs Windows. Uh, and it's full Windows 10. It's and you know we'll be upgraded system. in some respect. Right. right? It, it'll have the... It, when you get it, it'll have the Windows 10 anniversary update on it. And when there's a new update, it will just be available. Uh, Lenovo's been making Windows products for ever. ever mm-hmm. And they're good at it. And they know what they need to do. And just do the hard software that needs to be done to make all the fancy things work. Windows has excellent built-in pen support already. Which Android just Barely doesn't. getting to. Yeah. yeah, when you push the button, it jumps you right into OneNote, which is cool. Right. It is it is. Far better as a Windows device, I think, than an Android device. I think in the theory you're right, but I've run Windows on really poor, or it's not poor. Is it the same uh, processor? Really low-end processor. For, it is the same processor. Yeah. It's the same hardware, like, through and through. Uh, the thing is, I don't want... I used the Surface 3 once with Windows 10. <laughs> yeah. I will never do anything like that again, because it was the worst computer experience I've had since, like, Vista. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm worried about that. Now, I didn't have any of those slowdowns in the demo that I did, but that was for 20 minutes. Right. I'm worried about what happens when I move into to the Windows version yeah, of I this think thing. The thing with the Surface 3 is you try to use that as, this is your computer. I just tried to use it as, like, <laughs> use it. Oh. <laughs> no, it was, now, it was utter yeah. garbage. Like, now, I've never been as disappointed in a computer. I mean, seriously, not since a long time. I mean, you look at the, the profile of this thing, and you think about the specs, and you, you just wonder how much you can get out of that. Yeah. In, in terms of raw performance, running a few apps, Windows, obviously, a little easier to multitask a bunch of stuff all at the same time. Right. 10.1-inch display, big enough to manage some Windows on. You know, totally application yeah. windows. I'm I'm more intrigued with it as a 4.99 Android tablet. Obviously, I'm not as interested in running Windows on it, <laughs> partially because of the reason of performance, but also just because we've been, you know, fantasizing about having this Android tablet hybrid device that just never works out. Keep keep the fantasy alive, bro. Yes, we <laughs> we have to. Ugh. Yeah, I'm. It, it appeals to me a lot more as a Windows device. Okay. Uh, what, you know, we said this earlier, what really appeals to me, though, is version 2 of this. Yeah. When they get the inevitable, when it's in the public, kinks worked out of it. When people actually get their hands on it and use it and say, what if you did this? I would love to actually see this thing become the courier of old. Yeah. The it, two there's no reason it could. I know, I know that they've said that, you know, having the backlight and everything in there makes would make it thicker and heavier and more expensive. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. And then you really weird. ask, what the heck are you doing on Android with two 10-inch screens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mul- multi-screen... Well, if you yeah. take that to, to its conclusion, look at what Samsung's doing now with curved foldable OLED. Mm-hmm. Imagine you don't... Well, maybe you have a combination of that watch track hinge. Yeah. Lenovo is also doing that, But behind that, you have 
a flexible OLED yep. panel. Yeah. And maybe fold it out all the way. Almost like how LG has done the dual screens. It's all one panel. A little bit, split yeah. into two pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So possibilities there. I want to tell you, I want to ask you about the pen a little bit because that intrigued me. I was, because yeah. I had never seen this thing before. Andrew, I think, had seen early versions. Yeah. And, I'm I'm like taking the cap off and it's a normal pen and I'm afraid to write on the yeah and that's something we have right inside. You can take yeah. the the touchpad side and throw a pad of paper on top of it, and, and the pen works and write on the paper. So that wasn't like special actually, paper or anything. No, it's, it's just, just paper. normal paper. We should no. be clear on that. It's normal paper. The pen, the ink pen, can be just one you get at Staples, mm-hmm. and you don't have to write on top of the pad at all. It was a normal pen. You can take because it was a normal it, pen. It, you can see it. They have a fancy pen, but you can also use okay a normal pen tip. So you can take that thing, write on a pad of paper, or just tear the bottom, the side off a shoebox and write on that. It doesn't care what you're writing on. It doesn't care where you're writing it, uh, and you can it'll it will still track the pen's movements and give you a digital copy of the analog thing you just wrote on the on the. Are you supposed to use the so the pen they had last night was like the special pen? Yes, and it comes in the box. Right, and it's like ballpoint or whatever. And like has, it has ink in it. Yeah. Did I put ink all over their glass? No, side? because you they had two pens with two different tips. No, in them. you used the ink end on one of them. Right. Did you really draw? Them? Well, that's what I'm asking. It didn't. Oh. It was just. It was the pen that was there. Well, one thing they they had originally showed that this is a technology that they have. Like, yes, I broke their stuff. I'm sorry. Well, like Fisher was saying, they they can you can write on it. It could be the side of a shoebox. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, as long as it's a fine tip of something, it doesn't right. matter. They they kept on showing using a pencil on it uh, because they were like, oh, it's a fine point. You could just use a pencil. It doesn't on, matter. On the sure. glass trackpad. On the glass surface. trackpad. Okay, so I didn't break it. Oh, on the trackpad. Okay. Well, I, if we're talking or, you about... you know, the, not the trackpad, the, the, the yeah, bottom the, half of the, the pad. Right. Yeah. And by, well, actually, by the way, there is a little stencil there that's like trackpad size, so it shows you where to where to press as oh, you tilt yeah. the thing up and use it as a laptop-esque yeah, right. thing. It was, I mean, it's a very odd... The it's note, gonna take a little use, you know, getting used to. And this is the weird thing about the. It, it's such a weird product because there are a lot of ideas. The note taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see all the note taking stuff appealing to, aside from artists and who and right. designers. I see all of it appealing to like older folks who who grew up writing things longhand, right? And can yeah. somehow appreciate this product. Better and than yet, us this, the do. rest of this product is like just it's it's like we said straight off of a science fiction film yeah. in the twenty sixth century for like fourteen year olds. So I don't, you know, I think they're going to have a little bit of a, an interesting time marketing it. But students, I, somebody hit me on Twitter with a really great suggestion, like. This would be perfect for me because I'm a college student and every desk I sit at in every classroom has a tiny little... Are you still a college student? BS. No, the Twitter. The guy who hit me up on Twitter. Oh, uh, It has a little tiny desk that I can't put anything on and I, you know, I could just slap this on there like a notepad and take my notes and have digital copy. Again, I think that that is a fantastic idea. Execution is... Everything. I'm not that far removed from college... Uh, to have forgotten how many thousands of words that I wrote every single week for all kinds of different courses. I'm not writing thousands and thousands of words on this tablet in the end. That is a situation where it'd be awesome. You can write on the thing. You can take the notes. You get back to your dorm room. You close it. You open your laptop or your keyboard for your desktop. And you know, there they are. This is not the one computer. If you, you use this in Microsoft know. OneNote, they will be. Have you got to confess since I've had this iPad? I always thought the pen was dumb, but I kind of want to have it and just leave it in my bag just for when I want it. You mean the Apple Pencil? The Apple Pencil, whatever. Yeah. Jesus. And you're going to jam it in the 
Yeah, no, don't get me started on that. But I mean, just like leaving it in my bag. Does it actually write as a pencil anywhere else? No. It's well, if you press. Well, if I dip it in blood, and, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what, what are we forgetting about this thing? We we talked price. We talked uh, configuration. I think support's still the big thing, that, especially yeah. in the Android side. That yes. it just seems insane. Uh, but this is the kind of iconic product that I think, like, spawns fan clubs you know this is the kind of thing that like there's going to be a lenovo yoga book fans.net a discussion for there, there is by the time we finish recording this yes that right now. <laughs> but like you know this is this isn't like the third iteration of the whatever the hell else the other four things they launched there the yoga yeah. tab three plus would you like to talk about that i one? sure don't no, no. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that one there's some this, actual ones this eclipses everything else Derek made me Derek made me look at the mix no damn it i'm gonna screw up the we're, names up yeah again. we're gonna talk about the uh yoga 910 okay which is their full 360 windows tab. yes and there was the mix which is their uh two in one tab right window central podcast now uh, yes now yeah. now is the full transition into we windows were trying central. to transition a little more smoothly than that but windows central we from were on out we were waffling super hard yes. windows yeah. all right okay. so take it off we've got uh the yoga 910 which is uh their flagship two and are convertible uh laptop tablet yep surface clone no that's no? the mix oh oh damn it no, I'm the, gonna get it right by the end of this podcast. No, you won't. I'm really not. <laughs> so the uh, Yoga 910 has a uh, where is this information here? Keyboard. I, so many, yeah, it has a keyboard. It actually has a, a proper laptop. It has a 13.9 inch screen, Whoa. which is bigger than the previous versions, but yet the entire machine is smaller. Uh, they managed to fit a 13.9 inch screen in the space of a 13.3. So they made the bezels. bezels. The bezels are a lot smaller. They're not quite uh, the Dell Infinity Edge bezels, like in the Dell XPS. Oh, yeah. right, right. Those are stupid. Those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is just a lot thinner than it used to be. They're, they're still there, but um, not nearly as uh, badly as they used to be. Okay. The bottom bezel is still quite large like it is on the Dells as well, but that still gives you something to hold on to when you flip this thing all the way around into tablet mode because otherwise your hands are just going to be all over the screen. The hinge is still the same watch it band is, hinge. It is the a next just iteration, iteration of the watch of band it. yeah. hinge. Yeah. And it's made of a couple hundred parts. It's really cool. I it's mean, really we've cool. seen those. It's, we saw yeah. the early ones. Really awesome. They, they've been using that on uh, the yoga brand yeah. since the beginning of the yoga line. Right. Uh, and it, they just keep getting better uh, in their gorgeous and they're super smooth but also as soon as you stop moving it just stays exactly where it's it is. an incredible design it is absolutely it, it boggled my mind that they're you know running everything for the display through that yeah because it looks like solid metal all yeah the way up. it's like there's there's some channels in there where something has to be going through little, little tiny wires yeah yeah, yeah. Ribbons, um, right? uh, this is also one of the very first computers actually a whole bunch of computers were uh, announced here at IFA that are running the new seventh generation core i5 and core i7 processors from yep. intel uh, and these are built on the new 14 nanometer process. Yeah. Which means that it is simply... That's the just announced stuff, right? Yeah, just yeah. announced. Like two like days. last week. Yeah. yeah, like three days prior yeah. to announcing this stuff. Like, hey, here's new computers on it. So, you know, obviously these co companies are working behind the scenes to make these products happen before the announcements. Does, this, does that deliver the same kind of battery efficiency as we've seen on 14 nanometer processors on the Android side? It does. Ah. So this thing, you can get it with either a 1080p or 4K display, depending on which display you go for. Yeah, 4K <laughs> at 13.9 inches. Jeez, that's overkill, isn't it? It is, yeah. but it looks gorgeous. It oh, the, the pixels are non-existent. What pixels? At, if you go for the 4K option, 
it'll get ten and a half hours of battery life. Shut up. Yes. No. If you go for fifteen, or sorry, if you go for the ten eighty p, it'll get fifteen and a half hours of battery life. Fifteen and a half hours. And when you close it, it is fourteen point three millimeters thick. Wow. Half again as large as the right. uh, book, which yes. is yeah, like wow. So yeah, you know, this is. It, I, I was really intrigued and lo- almost got the previous Yoga Book, Yoga Book Pro Two or whatever that was called. I can't. There's there are many iterations in the Yoga line uh, across Lenovo's whole line. This one is really it's gorgeous and fast and efficient. You know the fact that you could have a 13 inch laptop essentially that runs for 15 hours. Because 1080p at 13 is fine. I have a 13.3 inch laptop here in my lap, and it has a 1080p screen, and it's perfectly fine. It is also a gorgeous piece of artwork. It is. This is the, the HP Spectre uh, 13 that we're talking about here, and it is a, it is a gorgeous piece of hardware. It's not. It's a little bit thinner than that, the Yoga, but it also doesn't have uh, a touch screen in it. Right. Uh, and this thing has you know full touch screen support and the same sort of uh, pen support that we saw on the. Yoga book without actual pen uh, stuff. Work By the way, I, it, speaking of events, we should talk about. Yes. Um, as far as inside baseball, like this was a weird. Don't just come to our thing and we'll talk to you about our stuff. This was very interactive. You need to go around. Yeah, we've been talking about Lenovo Motorola for a while now, uh, and that was we can we can talk about the, the weirdness of this event. We're used to being an event where you you show up and they hold you in the lobby and maybe you have with Jason snacks. They and, pulled no punches bringing out a MacBook Pro. True, they pulled out a MacBook Pro that hasn't been updated in over a year. Well, which is very is much to, like the one on my lap right now. Yeah, and is due to be updated in the next six or seven. Sure. Months. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't hold back in making that comparison because right now MacBook MacBook Pro is an easy target. Right sure. Now. Yeah. Uh, they put a watermelon over the Apple yeah. logo. Did, 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 I mean, I was trying to think of a better fruit I would put there. Um, but an orange, maybe because it's now a comparison of apples and oranges at this point. I guess because the, the wow, Apple's hardware. Nice. One. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not great. Apple's but. hardware has fallen that far behind with just the fact that they haven't updated. They, think, it very think, well maybe. I think um, Derek likes oranges more than he likes apples. Honestly, I that's I, not real. That's when really it comes to story. actual fruits, I do prefer apples. I'm kind of a banana guy still. Bananas are pretty good too, um, but you know. Whether... Oh my God! The look on Andrew's face right now. If you're if you are still listening to this podcast, I wish you could see it. One hour and forty three minutes. Oh, that's all. I thought ah! farther. Damn it, man. Uh, so this thing has a you know, full uh, aluminum unibody. You can get it in. Uh, they've got gunmetal black or gunmetal gray, champagne gold, platinum silver are the official colors that they have, and every one of those shades looks absolutely brilliant and beautiful. That's the same colors they offer the yoga book in. Is that like a Lenovo like thing? It's it not, must be. It's not terribly special. But, no, no, it's yeah. it's black, gold, and gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but but they look really good. Uh, you can get it, and it's for as thin and as light as this thing is. You can still get it as a powerhouse. You can get. You know, a full-powered i7 processor, and you can get up to 16 gigabytes of RAM and a whole terabyte worth of SSD. Damn. You'll pay a lot for that because <laughs> yeah, you this will. thing, it starts at $1299. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so going... They, they didn't have, Pro comparison is apt. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a uh, win... Or it'll be available in October. They don't... Haven't said how much the top-tier configurations cost, but you're easily looking at probably close, close to or well over $2,000. Sure. Uh, but you're getting a hell of a computer for that. Yeah. Um, they also announced the Yoga Mix 
Five ten. How many eyes are in the word mix? <laughs> two. <laughs> there are two eyes. In the word mix. I can't spell mix without waiting. I called the meeks. Yeah, the meeks. The yoga meeks. Is that uh, a German thing? And this oh, is the, this is the surface clone. This right? is the surface clone. Right. Uh, but you know, it's we call we're calling this whole line of two and one surface clones. Uh, and Lenovo's been experimenting with the mix line for a while now, and literally been experimenting. They've had all kinds of different configurations in it, and they've settled on. The Surface clone with the kickstand that pops out from the back and the flip-down uh, keyboard because everything else they tried was not that great. Well, it's a great configuration. I love using my Surface mm -hmm. partly because of the hardware. Uh, but I remember in one of the Meeks, and I want to know if this was one of them, the uh, watch hinge was included as part of the kickout thing. This one has the watch hinge as well, and it's it's just as beautiful. It's only just like two little spots on either end. Oh, yeah. So it's like two inches yeah. on, yeah. Two inches yeah. on either end. But it gives end. a little design thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was getting my first taste of this as I was quote-unquote, helping Derek. Um, he was my hand model. But yeah, I mean, I was I was experiencing all this for the first time, and, and there's a lot to like in the look of it. Mm -hmm. There was a lot to like in the feel of it. Yeah. I, I think it feels a little more professional than a, a Surface looks. Oh? I think it, it looks very similar to a Surface. Yeah. The Surface is a little more machined. It has some crispness to it. Does the Surface have, like, the, the, the outtakes for the fans? And... Uh, the Surface's fans are uh, just in... Uh, trim around, around the edges. Okay. So yeah. The fans on the surface look actually better than that really? because they're okay. just hidden away versus thought, having the entire I didn't think it looked side. bad. Yeah. Oh no, it looks fine. It was an interesting first first take on all this for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a you know gorgeous uh, little machine too. Um, you know, it's part of that whole two in one category. It, it is better than the Surface Four or Surface Pro Four is today. But it's coming out in October as well, when we're expecting the new surfaces to be announced. Right, right. With this right now has the actual last generation of Intel processors instead of the stuff that was just announced. Oh. Yeah, this one has the mix has the sixth gen. But this stuff is also it's not a premium device. It starts at four ninety nine. Oh. In, Again, not a bad price. Including the keyboard. Which the Surface wow. does not. So it's half the price did it have, of the Surface Pro. Did it have full-size right. USB? I don't remember seeing it. I don't recall. I don't think mm -hmm. it did. Um, wow, that's a big... But still, yeah. it, that's half the price when you factor in the keyboard of the Surface 4. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's intense. Although the price of the Surface Pro, Surface Pro 4 will drop when sure. the Surface 5 is announced in sure. six or seven weeks. Nah. But half. We're talking here. Yeah. Anyway, it, it is it's it's a really impressive machine. Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought when I just saw it sitting there. I'm like Surface clone. Yeah, right. But you know, we can't say just Surface clone about things because Surface just created a category. Yeah, and that category is no too su Surface clone needs to die. Yeah, it's if, if you're saying that is as every it. laptop a clone of uh, whatever the first laptop was from 35 years ago. Yes, yes, yes it is. Yeah. but they're just laptops. It's a category. Right. Uh, and if we're not going to call it the Surface category. We're not going to Xerox it. These are two-in-one tablets. Um, and yeah, that's what we got out of Lenovo. We have the Yoga Book, the Yoga 910, and this Yoga Mix 510. And they're all really impressive devices targeting really different audiences. Um, I want mobile, but there was no, there is no mobile here. No. Right? Nope. Nope. Shame. We didn't talk about Acer, did we? We're going to talk about Acer right now. All right. Uh, Asus came and announced nothing. They had, pro I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to talk about Asus very briefly. Which is amazing because I've been mixing up and just typing things yes. in Asus all week and it, it's killing me. It's been all one of those week. weeks. 
you know, our whole careers. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> they're, they're two very different companies. We make a living out of typos. Yeah. So. Normally, Asus, Asus last year came in and announced a whole bunch of PC stuff along with ZenWatch, uh, ZenWatch 2 and some other things. Uh, Phil and I, last year, yes. spent like eight hours covering everything that Asus had. Yep. This year, they had ZenWatch 3, European pricing for stuff that they announced in May. They already announced, yeah. Uh, and a USB, a really nice looking USB screen. Right. Back uh, to Acer. And then Acer came in and just blew the doors off. The yeah. They had a whole oh, new, yeah. they had a whole new line of laptops. We'll start with the Swift laptops. No, that's the one you're going to start with? Yes, we're starting with the Swift. Fine. We're going to start with the realistic ones. Okay. <laughs> the, the Swift isn't even, the Swift start, uh, graduates from realistic to unrealistically thin. Yeah. There's the Swift 3, which is uh, a relatively affordable laptop, uh, but it's also still thin, machined out of aluminum, or looks really nice. There's the Swift 5, which sits in the middle, and there's the one that really intrigues me, and that's the Swift 7. It is the world's thinnest laptop. Is it though? Uh, if if we consider that the Yoga Book is not a laptop, yes, even in Windows versions, it's not a laptop. Yeah, that's just this thing it. is nine point nine eight millimeters thick. Dear God. Yeah, it is less than a centimeter thick. It is absurdly it's, thick. It's thinner than the ZenWatch Three. Yeah, it's thin enough that when I took sight on <laughs> holy crap, it has just USB C ports and a headphone jack, and it's thin enough that when I took a sight on picture of it. My mind interpreted those USB-C ports as full-size USB because that's how small. There's there's only is. a sliver wow. of metal on either side of the headphone jack on the side. Yeah, yeah I it heard is it's basically a headphone jack. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is absurdly thin, uh, but they still managed to uh, squeeze in some pretty decent uh, hardware inside this thing. It's got up to a 256 uh, gigabyte SSD. It has a 13.3 inch full HD screen. What is it running? What's the platform? Uh, it's also running on the i7, or the 7th gen i processors. It, up to an i7? i5 or i7, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, sorry, i lied. It's only i5. Okay, I was gonna say. Only the 256 gigabyte SSD. Okay. And only eight gigs of RAM. It is, this laptop is what you get. Gotcha. So uh, there's no configurations at yeah, all. Yeah, you are asking, you are getting this laptop. It, it's absolutely gorgeous. The bottom half of it is this gold colored metal, and the top half is uh, black. Sort of actually kind of, you know, I've got the, like the Spectre the here that is black and a really glossy copper. We have now mentioned that thing enough times to officially get a sponsor. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by HP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but this one is all matte, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I gotta go look at this thing. I might film that. Is it is it is it pretty enough to that? You, it is that I should go out of my way to go look. It, at it is. You can also look at a post on AndroidCentral.com. 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 Huh. .com. <laughs> it has. Yeah, we've got video and photos of the. Or sorry, I'm I'm lying. This is Windows Central. <laughs> <laughs> What's it doing? Android Central. Hey, what? you're just repeating back. I to wasn't going to correct you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this I'm is not my lawyer. It's on WindowsCentral.com. 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 Uh, you can find uh, this this thing. It also has. Uh, Bro, Alex hasn't said anything in like half an hour. Alex, Fine, has... I'm just I'm, I'm enjoying my Android devices. <laughs> Alex has nothing to say about Windows. I have nothing to say about Windows. Uh, it also has uh, you know Bang and Olufsen tuned speakers in it. Yes. But with how thin this thing is, it can't. It, they can't be great. No. Uh, you know, it's sort I'm of shocked like, that it has speakers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the speakers are going to be good enough for you know, Skype calling all, all that jazz. Yeah. Even at this thin, I'm you know sitting there typing away on the keyboard just to give it a feel. It's like the keyboard still feels really good. 
Is it got any travel to the keys at all? Barely. Yeah. But it, it still feels good. It feels better than like you know when I first tried the. Derek has the to bounce his feet to make it feel like his. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I, I I have a question. This is kind of unrelated. Yeah. I don't even think it's an Efa thing, but I'm pretty intrigued by it. Is that weird speaker that HP put out that also has a computer in it? Uh yeah. Is, HP HP took a speaker and stuck it inside of a Bang and I, I just kind of wanted to bring up some other Windows stuff so that yeah. we were to talk about. But is that here? I'm assuming it is. HP didn't have an event. I really want to see it. It'll probably be down at their booth and we can go check it out and see how weird it is. But, you know, even with all of this, how thin this thing is and how... Back to the other thing. Yeah, back to the thing that we were talking about. Bill! Sorry! (laughs) They still managed to squeeze nine hours of battery life out of it. No. I don't know how this podcast went over two hours. This sounds that sounds uh, like a, like a traditional overpromise to me. It probably is. Yeah. Even if this thing gets six hours, that's still pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. it is a very impressive machine. I cannot wait to. I, I want to spend more time with it, uh, yeah. and that's killing me because mm-hmm. I just got this laptop. Uh, but mm-hmm. I want to get that too. Two questions: touchscreen or not? No touchscreen. Uh, second, do we have price and availability? Did you mention it? Uh, we do have. Uh, yes, we have both. What are they? Availability is October. <laughs> okay. And the price is $999. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. this is the price of going the there's premium in specs and this this is premium in design. It's like the first MacBook Air. Yeah. Yes. When it dropped and it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is absurdly expensive, but I can put it in an envelope. Exactly. Yeah. And this one is half this one's Less thinner than, than some thickness. padded envelopes you can get at the post office. Yeah. You could hang this on the wall using two thumbtacks if you uh-huh. want to. Don't do that, please. It's a thousand dollars. Yeah. So yes. I have two questions. Yeah. Have we made it through our list? Uh, no, we have not. Oh, shit. Because, What's left? Okay. Well, first I'm going to say that Acer also had the Spin Seven, which is a, a tablet or a, a convertible tablet, just sort of like the Yoga uh, line from. How does it Mobiles. spin? It spins around a hinge. Just like oh, the like yoga. every other one. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but it, you know, this this one is nine point nine eight nine point nine eight millimeters thick. The uh, the previous laptop that we were just talking about the swift 7 the spin 7 is only 10.98 millimeters thick and it still manages to fit a touch screen in there huh yeah so you only need a millimeter or a little more than a millimeter if you want to throw a digitizer in there basically is what right and this is you know an oppressive uh machine it wasn't as you know eye-popping as the swift is but it's still as far as a convertible tablet is concerned really neat yeah and then there's the bonkers side of it Acer. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. The monster. The predator. Sorry, yes. Yes, we have to talk now about Now we're all awake. Everyone set up. Oh, if you're yeah. still here. If you're still with us. Two three hours, hours later. This, podcast, uh, this is time to talk about. Even Alex woke up at this one. The Acer <laughs> Predator 21X. Holy shit. This is not, this is not a laptop. Yeah. And we're, it's not a laptop. And, you know, in, in many, many uh, computing devices, the, the number has, you know, the number is just the iteration in it. It's the Yoga Pro 3. This is the third Yoga. The 21 in this... It's the weight of pounds, isn't it? It's not quite. It's close. Damn close. It's because it has a 21-inch screen. Curved screen. A curved screen. Now you're saying, okay, this is neat. It's a laptop. Yeah. This thing is a beast of a gaming laptop. How thick is it? It's probably like four inches thick. At least. And then you close the screen on top of it, and there's like a literal gap. (laughs) Because of the curve. There's Alex a- just, you know how you get up in front of somebody in an airplane and you have to decide whether you want to give them the ass or the crotch? <laughs> Alex just gave me the ass. And I'm sorry, but I have kids and 
And you just we, instinctively we call it butt in the air, yes. <laughs> There's butt in the air. It's gonna get smacked. We got plenty of air balls around. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're about to get cracked over the head. So the Acer Predator, Predator 21 X. <laughs> So, speaking of so predators, I'm not getting invited back, am I? <laughs> no, no, you're never coming this is your back. Last appearance. Yeah, basically, you're leaving Germany and never coming back. <laughs> the the 21X has uh, this 21 inch screen. It's an ultra wide screen, so it has a 21 by 9 aspect ratio, uh, 2540 by 1080. Uh, it's not the best resolution, but you need to be able to actually run games on it still. Right. Uh, inside, it has the new 7th generation Core i processors. Yeah, I was going to say, you haven't even gotten to the internals, which is yeah. really what makes it thick. Which right, really so, makes right. it thick. It has dual GTX 1080 GPUs. Two GPUs. Two GPUs. So you know they're good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are running in an SLI configuration, so they're... Well, that know, takes up space. Yeah, they're, they're going to work work just fine. Yeah, they're, they're paired to run together. Yeah. And Super luminal implementation. Yeah, it uses uh, NVIDIA G-Sync to keep and keep from tearing on this screen, which I would really hope there's not tearing on the screen that's attached to You better hope this thing doesn't tear the space-time continuum at this point. It looks like it will. Super massive. It has a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> Full-size mechanical keyboard. Do you know kind of switches? With Cherry MX switches. Cherry MX switches on the uh, keyboard. On the right side of the keyboard is a touchpad, just like on a standard laptop. It's Wait, on the right on side? On the right the side, because they know that most gamers are bringing their own mouse. So you can take this touchpad Pull it out, flip it over, stick it back in, and it's a numpad. Let's oh let's God. let's face facts. This is not a laptop. No, it is. <laughs> so it is a portable. It weighs, it weighs seventeen, 17 pounds. pounds. Uh, we don't have pricing yet, but How I would be surprised. Fans are in it? Five. Five cooling. For the record, that's like two full-grown babies. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's five. <laughs> 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 so, what exactly is a full-grown baby? <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit clarification here. You know, a, a decent as a modern dad, what a, is a full grown baby? A decent sized baby is like six to nine pounds. You didn't say decent size. You said full grown. I said full grown baby, which is I believe a human adult. <laughs> we're, we're all full grown babies. Yes. Um, so one of those fans is actually sitting up above the keyboard because this thing is so big. There's a lot of depth to it. Yeah. And Dirt. the fan is actually. Yes. Visible. They put a glass panel there with this fan lit up in blue, so that you can see that it's spinning because oh, it's always going to be spinning. The gamer bros are gonna love. Yeah, oh yeah, they sure are. There's to the right How of that. Neon is there in this? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. Just that blue LED what? right there. Yeah. Oh, to the right of that is actually no buy. To the right of that is the panel where you can you know get whatever <laughs> graphics or stuff you want printed on it. Yeah. But it's also just one screw. You unscrew that and you open up. You have access to the internals. And that's where you can put in your additional 64 gigs of RAM. Yeah, you can upgrade the RAM and the hard drive, and because uh, it's a laptop, you can't really upgrade. Oh anything. my god. Something else oh is on the board. God. So this is a. Just a proof that this is the thing they, they could do. This True. Is, but they're actually going to sell it. Pre -order. They are going to put it on sale. Pre-orders are going on. <laughs> that, yeah. Somebody's going to buy it. It takes, it takes two to make a sale. <laughs> that, that's, that is a fair point, but I have no doubt they're going to sell at least three of these. Yeah. How much? They didn't say. No surprise here. And they didn't give us any Weird. inclination of a release date, just that it will go on pre-order later this year. The styling is, you know, it's a gaming... Quote unquote, I'm making air quotes here. Notebook. Uh, I think it redefines. It, it's not actually a notebook. If you put this thing on it's your lap. It's a portable lap, computer. Yeah, if you put it on your lap, you're you going say. to crush your knees. Yeah. Um, yeah, but because it is a gaming uh, notebook, it is has aggressive styling. This thing has super aggressive styling. Yeah. Every vent is 
accentuated. I mean, just think about how faceted and think about how horrendously overdesigned all the Predator top. Leading up to this, all the Predator laptops have been. Yeah, this this is like to the extreme. Yeah, and because it's so so thick, you'll fit all these fans and GPUs and all that stuff. Uh, The the backside, the backside looks like a a, the front of a semi truck. Yeah, of course. Almost the same size. Yeah, just about. It's slightly smaller than a semi truck. Is there any liquid cooling loop in this thing? They didn't say anything about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Feel like they would have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they also didn't. How, how can you possibly leave that uh, yeah, out? Yeah, seriously. They, they also didn't say anything about uh, battery life, but the battery life is you plug it into the wall. It has a battery in it. Yes. Yeah. It has yeah. a battery in it, so when you close the giant 21 inch curved display on top of your mechanical keyboard, it can go into hibernation mode while you lug it home. I'm just surprised it doesn't have truck. like wheels on one side and a handle that pops out so you can just yeah. wheel this thing down. That would be a smart accessory. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but then they'd have to put hatches on all the fan wheels so pebbles <laughs> didn't get up in there. But they there's room for <laughs> it. So yeah. Wow. Wow. yeah, it's it is uh absolutely just a <laughs> bonkers machine. It's... Uh, I, I don't have enough adjectives in my vocabulary to describe It's not a laptop. Stuff. It's not a la- If you no. put this thing on your lap, you won't have a lap by the end right. of your session. You will You will lose feeling in your feet very quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, gamers are used to that, but I mean, we're talking in a whole new way. Right. You'll, you'll lose circulation, too. They're yeah. used to that, too, but we're talking <laughs> yeah. deep, deep vein thrombosis is going to happen here. Dear God. Does this raise your insurance <laughs> rates? <laughs> Probably. Is that no, because you won't go outside. <laughs> Yeah, this this is meant to be you know lugged from home to to land party, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then back or, home. Yeah, from one room in your house to the other room. This is right. this is the size of a carry on bag. It's not something you put in a carry on bag. Right. Can you, you even check up, this like under the plane, or do you have to keep it with you for fear of you fire? Have to keep no, it I'm, I'm sure it's, it doesn't have a big battery in it. It's not. I would it's not, actually. That's been your other great line this week. Is what, what is the battery life? You plug it into a wall. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's How infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your battery life is whatever the utility charges you. Yeah, uh, but it's Jesus. every time I just pull up this article and look at the photos, it's mind-boggling. It's huge. It is. It's huge. ridiculous. Huge. In fact, the photos don't even do it justice. I look at the photos and it doesn't look as big you have as to get a person for when I was. Do you think it would have been okay if they had forgone the curved display? Because really, that's what screws with the top lid. The curved display just makes that lid tall. That right. doesn't make it. Was it was going to. It was, yeah. It's it still going to affect. That's base not what makes it seventeen pounds either. Yeah. The no. Base, the base of it was already that thick. Now, if they'd gone with a non-curved display, they maybe could have gone with a higher resolution. Sure. The curved display is just oh superfluous. I even forgot, I forgot one other thing. Underneath it, that display, it has a full grown baby <laughs> <laughs> it has uh something that's been in gestation for a while oh, uh, hey. toby's slightly eye, less than nine months eye tracking system what uh, so what it, why yeah, because they, they demoed it with assassin's creed okay you can pull up right now in assassin's creed if you're playing it yeah, it will track my eyes you, no it will not track your eyes if you play it in a normal computer i'm saying right 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 if you want to shoot at somebody yes. you have to Actually, drag, physically move a drag, mouse. Drag your mouse to them, click on them, God. and then click to fire. Yes. With eye tracking, you can just look, click. Huh. Yeah. And so look, click, look, click. It also yeah. has the ability to, if you're like, they showed it on one of the vehicles, you can like start looking off the screen and it will start 
moving your camera view. How well does it track your eyes in a really dark basement at 2 in the morning? It has it's infrared really LEDs oh. under it that are shining at you. See, that's the important just, part. Just like a, you know, a Microsoft Connect uh, or... Um, or a Lumia 950. Yeah, the Lumia 950 iris scanners. Yeah. So it's actively watching you in any situation. And honestly, even if it's dark, that 21-inch screen is going to light up your face. God, that's incredible. Yeah, so... They missed the opportunity to do an embedded joystick, but you know, hey, I mean, maybe on the next one. That, <laughs> oh, that, well, that's I'm not buying it now. That pop, right. that pop out uh, trackpad, um, yes, numpad, numpad yes. could very well be a modular thing that they could put in a joystick uh, and say Atari. But, no, no, no gamer in his no, right, Thrustmaster. Right, yes, no, no PC gamer in his right mind would use a joystick. I find that for to how be much? A, a giant buzzkill. I'm sorry. Joysticks are the best things. Joysticks ever. are great, but you're a military for, man. We understand this. They, they don't go all that well with, um, you know, Assassin's Creed. And ah, this is true. Sort of stuff. Yeah. There's a flight simulator that uses the eyeball tracking that I would like to see mm -hmm. played on this device. Yeah, there, there are all sorts of things where this can go. That and Acer also has a, a new curved gaming monitor that has that eye tracking built into it as well. What's it, what, what's the score on Crisis? I don't that's know. A good question. Uh, but still probably not enough. 9,000. Yeah. What are we missing? I think that that's everything I had on we're my We're missing list. the end of this podcast. That's all we're yeah. missing. Yeah, we, yeah. Blew, we blew through that. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up and turn it into a full-grown baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll close out since I was the last one speaking yes. here. I am Derek Kessler. You can follow me on Windows Central. And you can follow me on Twitters at Derek A. Kessler. Andrew, where are you? Oh wow, we went the other direction than the intro. Huh. You can that was find like me three hours ago. He has to yeah. think about who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can find me on AndroidCentral.com, that that place where you probably found out about this podcast in the first place. Oh, mm. hey, Windows Central is like on three now, right? Oh, 13. 13. 13. Sorry. You can find me on Twitter also, Andrew Martinick. You can find me at MrMobile.tech or on YouTube at the Mr. Mobile. And on social spheres, I am at the Mr. Mobile as well. <laughs> Don't forget the the, like you... Just search Mr. Mobile, you'll find him at some point. No, you'll find an Australian retailer first. How are they? Are they very nice about that? I don't know. Yeah. The Mr. Mobile. Find me. I'm Michael Fisher. Thank you for letting me come on the show. I'm Phil Nickinson. You used to be able to find me on Android Central, and you can't anymore. I'm You're already yoga book hands-on. I know. I did, actually. Um, my new thing's coming up here in a couple months, so stay tuned. Uh, Phil Nickinson on everything else. I use my name. It's weird. I know. And I'm Alex Dobie. You can find me at AndroidCentral.com. You can also find me on the Twitters at Alex Dobie at, uh, on the Instagrams at Alex Dobie. And, Are you on uh, Snapchat yet? You should do Snapchat. Snapchat's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, Snapchat. I, I've, I've been, so I've been doing a lot of uh, AC Instagram story stuff this week. So if you want to look at pictures of us doing, Follow us on Instagram. doing not very interesting things, then uh, go ahead. Hey, who are really, we to really judge sorry, ourselves yeah. about the things we well, do? Well, like walk, walking to events and drinking beer, which is, uh, which is a large part of this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting if you're here. Yeah. yeah. All right. By, wait, no, no, wait. By, by the way, Mark Wim, who ducked out to get some food, he has been oh, working yeah. his ass off at this show. Yeah. You guys know Mark if you've seen any of our videos. There's a pretty good chance Mark had something to do with it, so don't want to like say goodbye without saying thank you, Mark. Word up. Yeah. Love you, Mark. All right, let's take a fork in it. Episode... What number? Episode 13 of the Windows Central Podcast. And episode 304 of the Android Central Podcast. Done from Berlin. See ya. Bye. <laughs>